Let's jump in. That wasn't as good as the first time. <laughs> We're not in the shallows anymore, Taylor. God, I want to see that movie so bad. <laughs> this is the ACC Basketball Degenerates Podcast. Welcome to episode two of season four. I'm your host, Luke Neer, alongside Guthrie Alexander, Taylor Pilkington, and Vegas Mike Jaffe. This is the episode I was really looking forward to all summer. We had a lot of fluff in our opening episode. Thank you, Taylor. I forgive you. You're welcome. Because we finally arrived at what I want to talk about, preseason predictions, preseason rundowns. We're a couple days away from tip-off, and we're going to go through every team. We're going to start on the bottom, and we're going to go to the top, as we always do. And then at the tail end of our episode, we're going to go for some accolades. We're going to give our accolades. And I I, I threw out a Twitter poll. I, I had to do it. And I said, who do you trust more? The ACC media preseason poll, who tends to pick, who picks Duke every single year to win the league. And they haven't won it in um, eight years. It's trust. been that long. Vegas two, two Mike Olympic Jaffe, tours. who picked last year's league winner. Mm-hmm. He was the only one of the four of us to do so. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> yeah. the, the one year everybody in this room goes away from Virginia, and finally I'm able to bring it home for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. that was You're a good feeling a last year. <laughs> I think so you'll be surprised who I picked this year. That's our order of business. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Let's let's do this. Let's I get am, into it. I'm I, very excited to watch ball, but I'm excited to talk about these teams. Me too. I'm Me very, too. Especially the top. I'm just glad we're all here together today. I'm glad that Guthrie can make it back from uh, being at BlizzCon. I saw your comment <laughs> oh, at yeah. BlizzCon about uh, what was it when they called out Diablo? Diablo Im- Immortal. <laughs> yeah, I saw you calling uh, the the devs out there about the uh, whether it was an April Fool's joke or not. Yeah. So I'm just glad to see that you made it all the way back. Guthrie was uh, <laughs> Guthrie was attending a festival with my family and I this weekend, <laughs> and all my brother and Guthrie talked about the entire time was Diablo mainly my brother <laughs> just talking to Guthrie like what's your uh, what's your take on this so I'm glad that you've slotted <laughs> us in yeah, I appreciate yeah. that and then yeah. my doppelganger actually did yeah. ask about that yeah which is that's right I saw that amazing. I saw that and thought about respect you, so. for bald bearded men everywhere <laughs> so anyway so our second I, I order of business was with your brother talking to Diablo yeah. I would have loved I bet he was Lit up like a Christmas tree. He also was much more interested in football than basketball. So every five minutes, I would suggest to oh, everyone in my shame, family. Shame, oh, for shame, 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 shame. You know, UNC has a exhibition game we could stream right now during some of like <laughs> prime college football time, and everyone in my family was not got, feeling got it. Got shut down yeah. pretty, pretty fast. Well, it's about to be our time. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. yeah, people can't keep watching Alabama stomp all over people. You know, they're going to yeah. turn to college basketball here pretty soon. And. My wallet really needs this this time of the year. Mm-hmm. I was telling Mike earlier today. Yeah, it really needs it. It can't come quick enough. So let's start from the bottom. And this is why we have Guthrie here in the flesh. We have him for many reasons, but this is really one of the reasons. He has passion for BC, Georgia Tech, Wake Forest, the cellar dwellers. That's well, an insult to Boston College. Who else is in right? the cellar yeah, this yeah. year, guys? Who else do you think is down well, there? Well, I, I mean Pitt the, for sure. Pitt. Right? Oh, how could I forget? Yeah, those, should yeah. should we start there? The lowest those, of the low. Let's from start at Pitt. Year? Let's talk about Pitt. I, okay. So for the record, I don't have Pitt as finishing fifteenth this season. Agreed. But agreed. I am I have, perfectly okay. I'm with you. Actually, yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat. I, I think they might actually finish as high as. 12th or 13th. Yeah, let let me put a let me put a random stat out there for you. This is courtesy of the Pitt Basketball Media Guide for this year. Pitt's record since 2001: 409 and 175. That ranks top 15 nationally. 
So this is a team that, you know, over the past 15 to 20 years has really has been a somewhat of a dominant college basketball program. Yeah, well, that was back when Lance like, Fields was around. Still, it was it's in the blood. You know, they didn't lose in the zoo for like three or four years. So you have this team now that we talk about as a cellar dweller. Can can Capel return them to at least relevancy this year in the ACC? What do you think? Of? Wow, that's such an a, astonishing stat to hear that and then think back to Kevin Stallings' face on the <laughs> sideline, like looking stupefied off in the distance. Like you could just see him wondering. Mm-hmm. Well, what 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 was transpiring on the court? See, but you also forget that Jared Jack took Georgia Tech to the title game. He was a great that college too. basketball player. Yeah. I loved yeah. him in college. He was the, awesome. The yeah, title was, game, yeah, the it, title game, <laughs> not just the ACC title, game. the title, <laughs> the game. title game. Bobby Kremens, man, that that was an that, incredible year. Oh, guess what? That wasn't Kremens. That wasn't Kremens. It was it was a Paul that Hewitt. Paul, yeah. That was oh, okay. Kremens well, was like when you were five, and I was like <laughs> in the womb. Well, this year, let's talk about Pitt. This Here's year, you have you have an Pitt, interesting squad. Pitt, like there are a couple teams this year in the ACC, like Louisville, like Pitt, that I feel are basically starting over. It's like mm-hmm. a new program. So right. Yeah. It's not you know. Right. N- Pitt. Pitt this year was going to set the record for most transfers. They had eight people that applied to for transfer status. I mean, when Stallings was on his way out, yeah. actually only three ended up leaving. Um, so that tells you there's there's some hope. There. So real quick, I'll run down. Malik Ellison transfer from St. John's. Correct. It's maybe going to be their best player. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Jared Wilson Frame was, I think, their leading scorer last year. He's like the best guy coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Xavier Johnson is a freshman point guard. Ooh, that people ooh. think will be good. I have no clue. He decommitted from Nebraska, and then okay. now he's he, yeah. And and don't forget Sadid and Nadir. Oh mean, yeah, that's right. He, New Mexico State. New Mexico mm-hmm. State lockdown defender uh, will potentially, if if there's a defensive player of the year argument to be made for a guard, I think he'll be in that conversation. So I like Pitt this year. I, I agree. Not quite at the bottom of the league. And they and they also have two um, four star. Recruits that mm-hmm. will certainly get playing time this this year. But see, year. when you get down to like three star and four star recruits, it's not the same as you know somebody going to Duke or Kentucky who's going to be immediately. Yeah, they, probably they, not. They need a. It's like a a rookie quarterback in the NFL. You can get ruined if you're on a terrible team. You mm-hmm. know, your first couple of years. Look, guys, expect from Pitt this year a highly athletic team that I think is going to press, and they're going to be a pressing team. I think they're going to be up tempo. I think that they'll they'll win some games on the road in the ACC that will surprise some people. I I look forward to taking them. Uh, Wait, you, know, you said with double on the digit road. Spreads. You said yeah. on the road. No. I like them on the road no. this year. No. I'm telling no you. Way. When you say winning, do you mean covering or do you just mean actually winning the game? Oh no no no! Not winning the game. Oh. No no oh, no! Double no. digit spreads. Win oh. a win for me is a dollar yeah. sign. The Vegas Mike. There win. are no W's yeah. for me. There's only <laughs> S's with vertical lines to it. Um, so yeah, I like I like them to cover on the road this year. So. Okay. Oh my gosh. I look forward to they're going to beat Georgia Tech and Wake Forest and that's it. Maybe Boston College, but that's it. <laughs> All right, well let's talk about <laughs> let's Georgia Tech look, then, the okay, real so yeah, Georgia Tech is the out. real worst team in the ACC. In our opening program of the year. Yeah. That they're the suicide drink at the Big Gulp factory. <laughs> <laughs> they really are. Yeah, there's there's nothing left there that's Josh identifiable. Josh is just like, I'm going to throw this stuff out and, you know, <laughs> maybe uh, Guthrie, what's a good, you know, wizard um, analogy for this. What's a good Dota 2 reference for, you know, just, you know, see what happens. Oh, uh, We're really going to lose probably, all, half uh, our audience. A 2K invoker player who <laughs> only, knows, only knows Sunstrike and Force Spirits. Oh, man. That's exactly, I know exactly what that is. Yeah. Yeah. 
There you go. I felt that in my toes. Got to keep, keep them coming, man. I... And you know what? It's going to work about three times this year mm-hmm. or four times in conference yeah, play. They're, they're going to get a couple hits. I mean, they they will win one game in the ACC. I don't see them winning more than that. I think Campbell's I have a good coach. three games. Well, no, Georgia Tech. Passed oh, we're going to Georgia yeah, Tech. Yeah, yeah, we've already moved on way behind. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Jumping to Atlanta. Can I tell you that I, I saw a Georgia Tech shoot around one time, and Josh Pastner was wearing – Shorts, you know how the new trend is to, you know, no longer baggy. We're not in the Fab Five years anymore. Right. He had his down to his ankles. I kid you not. He had shorts down to his ankles. And I immediately knew I should short this team. I need to short this team for the future, for this year, for the next game. They play Clemson. They got crushed that very next game. So I, I'm I'm out on Georgia Tech. You got to stay relevant with the culture. No yeah. one feels that way more than me. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's being countercultural right now. If you're wearing oh, shorts well, down to your ankles, that's also yeah. you're also pitching to one of my uh, you know sweet spots there too. So that now sounds I don't know like what to think. that sounds like some some mid '90s fashion. Yeah, right I, I actually wrote a point to talk about this when we get to Miami. Okay, related to you know fashion choices and shorts, but Georgia Tech, Jose Alvarado, Brandon Alston, Michael DeVoe, a four star mm-hmm. recruit, uh, Shimbari Phillips, great name. He's a Tennessee transfer. Mm-hmm. Um, Christian Soldierlund, I don't know how to pronounce that. He's a three-star recruit. Well, let's talk about the Anybody other players else? that matter on this team. Let's talk about Alvarado. I was thinking about this earlier today. Are we sure he's good, or is he just a high rep guy, or is he also maybe better than we think because he's drawing you know the top defenders for every other? I team agree with you. I think so he's which like, of the two. I mean, it's either or. Is he high volume, or is he he's producing against uh, the the other team's ace? If defender? you look at like his shooting splits. He's not a great no, three-point shooter. He's not. But they had more guys around him in the past, and he's solid enough. But I don't think it's going to be enough this year when it's just him, basically. Yeah, I think this I is mean, the worst team in the league. Yep, I don't think it's. I don't think it's close. I, I think that they're by far the worst team in the league, and you know, markedly worse than Guthrie's next favorite team, which is Wake Forest. I guess is is Wake Forest. Let's deserve, Wake do they Forest deserve right to be in Let's this go, lower tier? Uh, yeah, yeah, so I, I, I have... <laughs> You're like, yeah, it's, yeah it's they do like, believe. They it, do deserve to be there. Yeah. <laughs> it took the, it took the season four, but he's finally come around. No, sorry. I, so I we, are we all in together Georgia said, Tech? Jaffe. Georgia Tech is the worst team in yeah, the league. Yeah, 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 Georgia agree, Tech, yeah. and then it's it's a little bit murky in Does in Pastor get fired? Uh, I, think, I think he probably deserves it. Yeah. Like, given how the trajectory of Georgia Tech basketball is going, like, last year was a total disaster. Well, let's think about... When when Hewitt's contract went up, or his contract was not up, he had a lengthy contract, and then they went to um, Tom Izzo's little uh, Paul crony. Hewitt. Paul Hewitt is still getting paid. Yeah, I know exactly to this day. So that's who, amazing. Who was who was Izzo's crony who took the job? Come on, come uh, on, help me out. Uh, after Paul Hewitt, Gregory. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Yes. Big cash. I'm I'm getting old. And then he served out his deal, I believe. Because that's why they kept them the last was, year, they Brian were, Gregory. Weren't they? Because they were like, why is this guy still coaching a team? And then I was like, oh, Because they were still paying Paul Hewitt. Yeah, they're getting yeah. rid of his yeah. contract. Yeah, they're still paying Hewitt. Weren't they paying both of them the first year of Fastener's deal, though? Or is that wrong? I can't remember. They're bad at hiring coaches, yeah. let's just say. They're yeah. bad yeah, at they're hiring They're probably coaches. paying like Bobby Bonilla and some like <laughs> Bobby Bonilla I, always collects. I thought it was a good hire when they got Fastener. I, I mean, Paul Hewitt took them to a title game. The title game. <laughs> Jared Jared Jack. Jack. How bad are they at hiring Jared coaches if Jack. you've been to the title True. game? Okay, fair. You can't say that about Ooh. a lot of other ACC teams, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. including some of the heavy hitters. You can't say that about Virginia. 
you can't say that. Well, I'm not going to go through these anyway. <laughs> yeah, we got it. We got the them. point. We yeah. got the point. Good point. All right, so Wake Forest. Yeah, tell me about them, Guthrie. Wake Forest. Well, let's let's just say that I think they have three scholarship players that were on the team last year who mm-hmm. are going to be on the roster this season. Right. Which is staggering. We got mm-hmm. Brandon staggering. Childress. Brandon Childress is back. Olivier Saar and Chande Brown. Yeah. Chande Brown was the big recruit that they got last year. Um, yeah, 10, they, 10 new players overall. Uh, yeah. I think the highest number in the ACC. A ton of transfers. Uh, Smart from Buffalo, Johnson from Northern Arizona. They have a decent recruiting class. I think this actually mm-hmm. might be Danny. No, really good. Yeah, yeah. I think they're like top top 20. Really good. I don't know. This they're might top, be yeah, know, this high. might be Danny Manning's best recruiting class. So the expectations are relatively like strong, I'd say, going into the season. It's wonderful. And, and I mean, there's a significant amount of pressure too. Like Manning made it to the tournament on the back of a terrific big man, and like, is is that going to be the answer again this year? And who's who's going to emerge? Well, that's his thing, right? So is that he develops? Develops? Yeah. yeah. So can he get Jalen Horde? Well, is yeah. Jalen Horde is the recruit that everyone thinks is going to be really. Yeah, good. yeah. And he is the highest recruit. I just saw this. He's the highest recruit. At Wake Forest since 2008, mm. and I just real quick trivia: Can you guys name the re- recruit in 2008 who was another five-star guy that Wake got? Mm. I can't. I can't. It's, no, it's pretty what obscure. What year is 2008? Oh I know. Gosh. I know. But anyway, we'll we'll revisit I'm this. this. We'll revisit this. Okay. Show, okay. All right, great. Well, I mean, I don't know about. How, I I have no feelings on if Ford's going to be good. My gut is that he won't be an impact guy right away. Mm-hmm. If you talk to Wake people, Wake fans around the program, whatever, they'd probably say that Sar is supposed to be the guy who like makes the jump and makes them good. I, I don't see it happening. I think I think they're going to be marginally better than Pitt just because they have a little more talent to work with, but not that great. Yeah, you I, know, They yeah. have my two favorite names, Mello Eggleston <clears throat> and Sunday OKK, uh, which are the best <laughs> names ever. Yeah, but, yeah, I, I, don't I don't know. know. You know, I always get nervous when during media day and in their media materials, all they do is preach versatility. And that, to me, says that they're not quite sure what they are yet, and they don't quite know what their strengths are. I think they have a lot of talent. Um, I think they've also had a lot of off-season turmoil, obviously with the Jameel Jones case, um, if you don't recall their assistant coach who um, punched someone and killed someone in New York City just this past year. Um, yeah, you know, right. you got to wonder how that affects program, affects Danny Manning. Um, yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, way um, too soon in the podcast for us so, to do this. And then also, oh, it's a two-parter. And Things are getting morbid. I was trying to lighten up <laughs> oh, the mood. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah, they, do, they do have they do here. have Childress's uh, father, who's also an assistant coach. Um, mm-hmm. you know, Randolph. They, they brought they brought back the goat. Um, <laughs> yeah, the crossover I mean, dreams. If he, could, if he could suit up, they would be better. Yeah, they might be. <laughs> well, and you know, Danny Manning likes that because his dad, Danny Manning's dad, was an assistant coach while he was at Kansas. So this whole uh, you know mentality of having assistant coaches that are your father, um, you know, it goes back you know many years. So you know, don't forget that. Anyways, I, I didn't really pay attention to what any of you said. I'm just trying to figure out who the last five star is. Guthrie's trivia question is killing. Is it Ish Smith? No, it's not Ish Smith. Is it Alfarik Amino? Got oh, it. gosh. Try. Yeah, there Woo! we go. That's a that's, good one. That's very Both good. Both those guys are Turned into quite the stud in the professional Now we can move there. to the next team. I will mention, can I just mention this just for those scoring at home? Yeah. Because I did throw this poll out. ACC media poll versus Mike Jaffe's poll, or you could just say us collectively. Did you know that the media projected Pitt to be worst in the league, followed by Wake Forest? They have Georgia Tech 
third to last. No, Can that's you believe a mistake. That? That's a mistake. Well, it's it's so skewed by 13th. what happened last year, and like the the kind of weird people don't watch basketball and they don't pay attention. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, the other cellar dweller in this category has got to be Boston College. Am I right? Yes. I mean, but I also feel like they do not deserve to be in the same cellar dweller category as these other well, three teams. Yeah, I think going so, to be for the yeah, I agree. What's above the cellar? The sub basement? Yeah, no, that's yeah. below the cellar. Whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm. Well, you know the crawl space. The, the crawl space. <laughs> yeah. The crawl space. The crawl space. Like they can they can feel the heat uh-huh. that's that's like drifting down through the floorboards. Right. No, heat goes up. You know, goes having up. the crawl space this year is Notre Dame. That's, yeah, that's my. Yeah, that's, I agree with you. Yeah. All right, so let's put Boston College. Let's put the Northeast teams then in the in the crawl space. Boston College and Notre Dame. I think I trust Notre Dame a little bit more than Boston College. At this point. So what do you got? What do you got for Boston College this year? I mean, you, you obviously lost got, Jerome Robinson. We've got red hair. We've got red hair back. Yeah, I was gonna say. Let me. I'll throw it at you here quickly. Kai Bowman and Jordan Chapman got him back. That's yeah. dynamic. Kai great. Bowman preseason first team All ACC. Worth it. Which is ludicrous, by the way. No, it's, it seems no. It seems so out of place. He's, to me. he's got okay. my vote. I don't have a vote, but Luke, can you work that out for me? And I'll vote for Kai <laughs> Bowman. Uh, it's not that hard to get a vote. You'd Nick, be surprised. Nick Popovich, who is. He's yeah, back. he's a goon. He's I don't know. Big man, big man he from, from, from Bosnia. A, a big tub of vanilla ice cream. Double, double, double. double he's machine. back. Yeah, he's back. Nick, I'm saying, yeah. Nick is back. I mean, who else is going to be Stephon, there? Stephon Mitchell. Stephon Mitchell. Mitchell. Stephon Mitchell. Jarius Hamilton is a freshman that mm-hmm. people talk four star, about. Four-star, four-star top They might be better than Notre prospect. Dame. They Just might be better than Notre Dame. I think, Let's I think, think about that. I think this is a very strong case for a top 10 finish. Yeah, I think Boston so College too. Eagles. I really like Boston College. They, I do too. You gave me the roster. I'm, I'm in. Yeah, Stephon, I'm in. Rough. it's rough. Stephon Mitchell is a highly versatile big man who can guard pretty much anyone on the floor. I thought versatile anyone was like one on of those words that you. <laughs> he is a versatile individual. Oh, let's be, okay. let's go easy with how we define anyone on the floor. All right, no, he held Marvin Bagley last year. I think the four fifteen shooting. He he can guard bigs. He can Good also stat. hit the three. You know, I think that he. I think he's someone that's gonna. Really hold this team together defensively. I think Popovich can rebound. I think Bowman will provide enough versatility uh, from the one-on-one game. And I think that Chatham, who, again, you'll mistake for Jerome Robinson all year yeah. long, um, is a great three-point shooter. So I, I th- love Chatham's game. I think they game. have, think he, they he, have zero depth, but you know, yeah, they're, they're oh a team that gosh. can compete. They have so little depth. Yeah. yeah. So they, they're gonna. So? It matters eventually. So I don't think this is this is not Jim Christian's last year. That's my no. That is my statement. Well, no one expects him to win the league. But But here's here's my no one loves Kai Bowman more than me. But I worry you you have a lot of love for a lot of different guys in this podcast. Names, haircuts, shorts. Look as I as I as I tell my wife every morning, love is not a finite resource. Okay, it expands. Do you still love Chase Jeter? Yeah, I do actually. I, I got love for Chase Jeter, and I wish. He was still playing in the ACC. Uh, uh, you got some bad advice. But um, Kai Bowman, he needs to be like that secondary guy. He, Without Jerome Robinson, I'm kind of worried if he takes on the primary wait, scoring Kai role. Kai Bowman needs to be a secondary guy? Wait, not, what does that a, even mean? He needs to be a primary guy. Not, he needs to be a primary guy, but I'm worried that I he— I mean, I love Chapman, but I, I don't think he's somebody who's going to initiate possessions. Right, no, he's— the okay, ball's going to be in Bowman's hands. Yeah. Bowman let's, let's is going to be the primary guy, but I'm worried that with like increased volume, he's not going to keep the same efficiency that we saw from that's him That's okay. Last he doesn't year. have to. I mean, he initiated plenty of possessions last year. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Like as many as Robinson, if not more. Yeah. yeah. And it's going to be, you know, they don't have a lot of depth, but, you know, one of the best things about Boston College's schedule this year is that they only go on the road twice before New Year's. 
You know, they, they go to Chicago once and they go to College Station once. That's it. So they're pretty much at home until, you know, January 1st when they start ACC play. Well, and I think they start against Syracuse. I mean, traditionally so, they've started pretty well, well in the well ACC. Rested, and should be a well-rested team. They've lost it in February. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I think the exact same thing happens. Okay, next team. All right, let's go to Notre Dame. Oh, thank you, guys. This is, this is loop time. Maybe we should have started with Limit. Notre Dame before we go into Boston College. I'll, I'll run down a few key players, and then we'll let Luke rip into Okay. Let's All right. <laughs> so, uh, you got TJ Gibbs returning, uh, Rex Fluger, DJ Harvey. Those are probably your three main guys. People expect Harvey to make Pause the, the leap. tape. Pause the tape, right? <laughs> Rex Fluger, TJ Gibbs. Two... Your two main guys. Yeah. Well, DJ I mean, Harvey. Nothing further, Your Honor. Nothing further, Your Honor. <laughs> DJ are, Harvey. I will say. Coming off microfracture surgery. Yes, true. I don't think we are giving credit to a single. This, there's one player who I think can pull Notre Dame. Well, I wasn't oh, finished out of, with my list. Out of the crawl space. Oh, I know who it is. And on to. <laughs> I guess the main floor. I guess that's what's next. <laughs> the moon. Of this, of this weird moving. analogy. You got John, John Mooney. John, John Mooney. A stretch-ish yeah. four. Is that oh, fair to say? Oh baby. Oh, is is, that fair can to say? he stretch it? <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember the games? The games last year where where Bonzi was out with yeah. an injury. Yeah, I do. And it became it became like Mooney's team essentially. Mm-hmm. He was lighting it up. It he was insane. Moments. It was the it was the it was the darn Mooney show. It was one of those things. But when you play the basketball, the gosh show, darn Luke. the gosh darn that's gonna haunt Luke's dreams. Guys, when you- I tell you what, I was in a lot of hotel rooms on the road for work last year, <laughs> and I was trapped into watching Notre Dame, and I would be watching Notre Dame playing at home in front of a packed Joyce Center, okay? <laughs> Early on in the season, they've, you know, Mooney hits a three, they're up by nine against Virginia Tech at home, and I'm like, oh, they're going to lose. And you know what happened? They lost. <laughs> and here's another thing. I know everybody likes to, uh, to flatter Mike Bray and give him praise, but last year... Wasn't a good coaching job. Okay, you have Matt Farrell, experienced point guard. That's mm-hmm. valuable. You have other pieces besides from Colson. Yeah, he can never really and they rain in. Last year. He can never they rain in Farrell. Last year. Can he we, can never rain him in. They they, they peaked. They, suck they last peaked year. in Maui. Maui was was when we were like, oh my god, yeah. is Notre Dame good? They should not have been as poor as they were last year, yeah. even with the Colson injury. They shouldn't have been. Yeah. They you, underachieved. Do you think that? Juwan but they had Durham, that as an excuse. Yeah. They is, did have that as a back pocket. Is is Jawan Durham this guy from UConn going to help? Jawan Durham, you mean Mr. Glass? Yeah, the man's had he's like torn both ACLs <laughs> in both knees. Yeah, I don't know. I thought you were talking about Glass like rebounding. I was like, mm. no, no, no. We're talking no. like Unbreakable. I'm, I'm yeah, guessing, right? that's right. Um, you know, I've heard I've heard a lot of good stuff about Pen- Prentice Hub. The freshman that came in, I, I think that he's kind of the key for them. You know, they have five new freshmen and the one transfer in Durham um, coming in from UConn. You know, I, I'm a little worried with all the freshmen. I I think they'll be about where you expect them to be, though, about so 10, I've, 11. I, they're not, they're not going to make an impact. I've seen him play in person. He's he's a smart player. He's yeah, very cerebral. I've heard that, yeah. I just, I still don't know if he turns the needle for him. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't think TJ and DJ do it either. I don't think DJ is going to feel comfortable enough on Fluke, coming off microfracture. How about surgery. this about Fluker? He won't shoot. I mean, he. Mm-hmm. I think he's too worried about his efficiency. Well, also the secret is I mean, he's he not an amazing shooter. Mm-hmm. He needs to score, but for this team, he's not that great a shooter. That and people don't want to admit that because he's a white guy and has great hair. Well, he's an excellent Shout defender. Rex, get at yeah, me. Yeah, I was going to say, Taylor, this defender. sounds like uh, your your kind of player. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. John Mooney's the guy, though, and a I don't I don't think shooter. he's a white, white guy no, can't no. shoot. Yep, that's that's Taylor Pilkington. 
That hurts. <laughs> All right. But, so are we getting up? Are we getting up to the main floor well, then well, in the, the ACC? Well, here's the here's the thing that I think Notre Dame is going to finish higher than great the other three teams. Great. The question is, I think they have potential to beat out Louisville. Mm. I don't think they're going to, but I think mm. that's the next team. Right. I think. Louisville. Let's well, talk about you... the teams in the soft spot in the main no, floor. No, we're not then. going to Louisville yet. <laughs> Do not disrespect them like that. The soft spot in the main floor that could easily fall through to the crawl space. Okay, so, here... To me, that's that's got to be NC State and Louisville, right? Okay, here's a, here's the next question. Well, you just gave your two. If you disrespect <laughs> can we, can we... NC State to me, I'll walk up, out of this wrap room. Wrap up with Notre Dame real quick. Um, we, need I think, to, we need to hurry. Yeah, so, so the last thing I wanted to say about Notre Dame is uh, one of the kind of hallmarks of Bray's teams is that they can play defense well enough to like string out leads late in games and win and win tough games. Mm-hmm. Like their defense is serviceable. And I think this team this season is not going to have like that defense. The well, defense are, is not going to be there period. Also, mm-hmm. are they going to get the lead? Yeah. I mean, they're probably just not going to get the lead in a lot of ACC games at all. But I'm worried. I'm yeah, really I I have to agree with with Luke. I, I'm I'm concerned for Bray. No way is he like remotely on any kind of dan- in, in no. any kind of danger. Legacy danger. Legacy no. danger. Yeah. Okay. For the ten spot, we're gonna have a vote. Okay. If I you vote, guys try to put NC State here. I vote NC State I, at ten. I'm ooh, quitting this podcast. I, I, Jackie, I, Jackie, I vote NC State. I'm with Luke. I think NC State's gonna be garbage. Wow. Wait, are you guys going to go Louisville? Can, can, we do another ba- can we do another banquet? Disrespect. Is this a banquet bet? Ladies and gentlemen. NC State or Louisville four, is, four words. higher? <laughs> NC State, baby. Actually, I guess it's five words. Kevin Keats is a winner. Yeah. <laughs> no, that is, that is, you know who else is a winner? Words. Is Chris Mack. Can we, can <laughs> we talk? He's made his way to a one seed. Are we going to talk about NC State or Louisville? Because if it's NC State, everyone should just walk well, away. Well, I think and you I should defer to your seniority. Why, why, don't you, why don't you make an argument for NC State for will, us? All right. And we'll make the Louisville argument. All right. Sure. Here's here's the NC State argument. This is UNC Wilmington with more talent. Okay, the, the, and this is the ACC version of NC of UNC Wilmington in a more difficult conference. True, but I they only have to beat Louisville for my bet to come in right now. Uh, banquet, banquet. <laughs> I spent a lot of time watching the Colonial Athletic Association, so I don't know that you know what you're talking about when you say they're no, UNCW, I, I don't. or if that's a good thing for you. Um, First but, okay, all, yeah, C.J. Bryce, C.J. Bryce I, uh, here, made the trip tr- with Kevin Keats. Here's my whole thing. I see a trend in the ACC generally, and it's it's more it's a basketball trend in general. But the ACC is also just getting to it now, like the Golden State Warriors. Like no one, no one's Roy Williams is not going to throw two big men out on the floor for UNC anymore because he can't. Mm-hmm. Both because he doesn't have the people, oh, and you also, don't know that he just might wait. do it. Yeah, I know. Just I wait. actually, It'll but you know, soon, it just soon. Everybody's going to like you want to have slashers, you want to have wings, you want to have all these guys, whatever. And NC State is a team that's built for that now, and they're going to have CJ Bryce, who's basically like Keats's guy. Yes, they're going to from have from UNC Wilmington, the big transfer. Love him, love him. They're going to have Markel Johnson. Right, I've always loved Markel. I mean, severely underrated. Now Markel's one of his great strengths last year was in the pick and roll game, and he made sweet, sweet music with my man Omar Yurt Seven. Who has departed NC State oh, to go he's work a Hoya with? Now, right? oh, yeah, he's, he's gone to work with Patrick well, okay, Ewing. So your seven great didn't fit the system, mm. and your and for you all, said he was the second coming of Sabonis, the elder. <laughs> I say a lot of things for all the. Did I really say that? Because that's a great quote. For all the things that I say, he didn't fit the system. Now they got guys. They're gonna have 
they're going to play like a lot of guards, basically four guards. Torn Dorn, can't argue with him, right. like attacks the rim I better like than Torn anybody Dorn. in the yep. ACC. Yeah. Uh, you know, Devin Daniels, this Utah transfer. I watched a little tape. Devin Daniels is legit. I mean, he's he, the truth. He, yeah, he's good. He's got he's got exactly what Keats needs. He's big, but can run the floor. He can roll. Same he, with CJ Bryce. He's, he's gonna, also six yeah, five guy. He's gonna be the guy who can run the pick and roll and roll mm-hmm. and like you know he's got skill. He's got athleticism. DJ Funderburk, who is killing it in their exhibition games. Granted, I know that. That's against whatever some high school somewhere. Right. But, you is know. that is that like a, a hot new EDM artist that yes. is just, just breaking on the <laughs> DJ, scene? My goodness, DJ, DJ Funderburg is going to kill it. Uh, Bra- Braxton Beverly out Braxton for Beverly. still five or six more weeks with right. a broken wrist. If but I'm not he's going to come back. They're going to have some shooters. Uh, Wyatt Walker from Samford. You know he hit the glass at a really good rate at Samford. I don't know how well that's going to transfer to to the ACC, but I think it's going to be a good, like... Well, they say rebounding special. always transfers, no matter the level. Okay, so there Taylor. you go. It's about positioning. Okay, Taylor. Mm-hmm. Guthrie, do you have anything to add? Uh, n- not really. Uh, I'm just, I'm shorting Louisville this year. Let me just say, <laughs> the, the, faster, the faster the game goes, the better it's going to be for NC State. And in the half court, which is kind of, you would think they would struggle, they're going to run that pick and roll. Bryce, Johnson, Daniels, Funderburg. I see it great. They're gonna it's gonna be a lot of screeners, a lot Wait, of shooters. It's gonna be awesome. Torn door attacking eli- the rim. He still has eligibility. Bryce Johnson. Who did what did I say? I just made Markel Johnson. It just went oh, gotcha. wider. Okay. Right over his head. <laughs> it did. It did. I was too excited. Gosh. All right. So All right, Luke, Michael, why don't, give me that fire for Louisville. Give me that fire for okay, Louisville. Well, first of all, they have an excellent head coach. I'm sorry, Guthrie, but they do have an excellent head coach now. They went from somebody who was just a bad, bad at coaching basketball. And I know that you guys were like pageant quarter. David Padgett. I you love loved him. Padgett. You I loved fan club. Even Mike was in on Padgett. Yeah. I never thought he was a good coach. I just thought he had a nice, slender, tall physique, and he had a nice little pacing, you know, action. So you guys, you know. Yeah, Jack Skeleton. Assume that, yeah, Jack Skeleton. You know what a great I, coach. Yeah. No, that's not the... That's not the case. Chris Mack's going to come in. He's going to energize the fan base. He already said in his opening press conference that he loves the fans and they love him. Sort of like buzz in yeah, his players. Yeah, a little buzzy. A little, little buzz buzzy. in his players. Everyone says that. And, well, I, I think Louisville's going to be energized. I think the fan base will be energized instead of being in limbo with a, an interim head coach. I do like Kristen Cunningham, who's a Sanford transfer. He's an adult, and I think that that's a good fit for a first-year head coach. Well, first year at the program, but an experienced head coach who's dealt with adults at Xavier, his best teams have been with veteran sides. So he's got an adult in Cunningham. I think he's going to play more than people think. He still has VJ King, who's a junior now, which feels like a senior because he was a highly touted recruit coming in. You love VJ King, Mike. I'm not as high on him as you are, but I still think he's a very solid player. They have a lot of lineup flexibility. They have a lot of players who play the small forward. So they got guys in that range who can switch on a lot. I mean, they are going to be implementing a new system. I understand that. But they can switch a bunch, and that's going to match them up well against teams like Duke and North Carolina. And I think they're going to steal some games this year. Can, may I do the rebuttal, and then Mike can throw in against the rebuttal to the rebuttal? Sure. And, and let me remind everybody that that Louisville team that you remember that was Dang Adele, Honest Mahmood, Quentin Snyder, and Ray Spalding. All gone. Every single one of them is gone. All right? <laughs> well, so well, just, so just, let me just think about let me, a different well, hold team. Up. Why is that just a bad thing? I, I don't what think it those, is a bad thing. What did I'm those just, guys I'm win? Just reminding what did they win? People. I'm just reminding people. What did that group win? No, yeah, you can't you can't win with Dang Adele and uh, an Egyptian, and apparently. They, and they also have an actual point guard this year. And God bless Too Quentin soon. Snyder, but was Quentin Snyder really a point guard? 
Was uh, he really a distributor? Yeah, he, no. he was more of a shooting guard that should have come off the bench. Exactly. That's, that's what he was, felt like to me. So I think they're improving that position, and that's part of my position right mm-hmm. now. Go ahead, Taylor. Well, let me throw this at you, okay? I talked to uh, a friend of mine who's close to the program, and he said he thinks it's most likely that they're definitely under 500. They're going to struggle to implement the offensive, new offensive defensive systems. They have a really tough out of conference schedule, so you could think that that's going to like but who help cares them about or hurt them. I'm just saying, I'm just throwing it in there. I'm talking about where they finished in the league. And uh, it it's going to be tough. VJ King, I was like a big VJ King booster when he came into college, but he has not shown himself to be actually that great. No, he's underachieved. And it's not going to be. Yeah. It's not going to get better if you ask him to carry more of the load. I think it's going to be worse. I think in the long run, Chris Mack is going to have a great tenure at Louisville. I think they're going to do really well. Um, but I think right now it's going to be just a learning period. I don't think it's going to be that good. People think people are expecting like uh, Nora. I don't know if I'm saying is they think he's going to make the leap and be the guy who like provides no, something. But I'm not I don't banking know. on that. Yeah, well, I'm not convinced that that's going to happen. Enoch, this the guy from UConn, he's a pretty like big body in there. But well, what about Max? Max going to run a completely different system, like. What about Malik Williams? That's a perfect player for Chris Mack. Yeah, I mean, I I agree. As is Dwayne Sutton. Yeah, Dwayne Sutton and Malik Williams are going to be like guys, great guys to go in there. I I even think Enoch will be useful. I just I don't see it translating right away this year. Look, I mean, I think it's going to take a year. Louisville only has eight scholarship players. Okay, so expectations are low in Louisville. I think that Chris Mack is a someone that will come in and implement tempo through his offense as opposed to through the defense. I think that will be energizing to a core group of athletic wing players. I like them to compete. I like them to finish ninth in the ACC, and I like you know um, whoever else we're talking about to finish 10th in the ACC. It's not like I think NC State to finish 10th in the ACC. I don't think either will be good. I just think Louisville will be just yeah, a little I, bit I less good. I'm less, with Mike on this less one. Bad. And, Here, uh, here's what I'm, we're going to mark down. January 24th, it's a Thursday. Uh NC State at Louisville. Great. We're all going to watch it together. All okay. right. I'm excited. Put it on the board. I, uh, I just think the coaching bump is too much here. And we did see that with NC State in year one when they went from Godfrey to Keats. And it was like crossing a chasm. I think it's going to be similar. I like that. All right. So let's get to the top half of the ACC. Now Finally. We're, we're going to get to our top seven. <laughs> we can skip seven. to this. The good, the the good part. The top seven teams <laughs> well, in the ACC. I feel let's like get I, I feel like I said a lot about... Louisville. So I'm going to leave. Here's who I'm going to leave for you guys. I'm going to leave Clemson for y'all. You guys go at it with Clemson. We're not quite there yet because I think they're a little bit higher, possibly. You guys can go at it for Virginia Tech, but they're pretty much the same team as is Clemson, yeah, as about, is Syracuse. Yeah, how about we throw Clemson, Miami, and Virginia Tech all on the ground floor? Are you guys comfortable with that? These are all teams. I mean, Clemson's a preseason I, top 25 How team. about Florida State? You can throw Florida State in yeah. there, too. I mean, they're preseason top 15. I'm a, I'm a little bit sold on Florida State. All right, but, so let, why don't we start with a little bit sold on Florida State for well, you. Well, let me tell you uh, who I have. Let me tell you, of that group that you just named, mm-hmm. surprisingly, and against counter to everyone, I feel like, the team that I have at the top of that is Miami. Yes, uh, Miami over. That's Miami, Clemson, Florida State, and I, this uh, is a great opportunity for Guthrie and I to tag team against you guys. This is great. I love the divisions that spring up. Usually, Guthrie and I love bottom feeders. Uh, but let me. So t- why, why don't you talk about let Miami? Me, for let me a sell you on Miami because I'm into this. I'm okay, all, you know I love Jim Larry. I'll Nega. support you here. 
Uh, I think so. Everyone's talking about oh they lost Lonnie Walker. Oh they lost like you know they lost a lot of talent. But all the guys Bruce Brown, Lonnie Walker, the guys that they lost needed the ball in their hands and are Jaquan Newton. Jaquan Newton, sorry, and they're great, but they are kind of ball stoppers on offense. They're and, Carmelos, right? They are right. Carmelo. They're poor right. man's Carmelos. Yeah, they're yeah. Guthrie when he gets on a Dota rant. Yeah, he just mm. he commands the conversation. Twenty jab <laughs> steps. Twenty jab steps. Take a contested <laughs> jumper and then draw a foul. And it's very. I never come back but to that. Uh, but, so who do they have this year? So I think that this year it's going to be better when they throw at you. Chris likes right. probably your most watchable player. In the mm-hmm. ACC, it's going to be great. Right. Going five the, seven firecracker of nothing right. five, but five uh, seven with with just getting into the lane and know, finishing inch inch two inch uh, padding <laughs> in the shoes. Some lift in there. So he's yeah. going to be going off the wait. Hold up. All right, that's oh, a stereotype. No. Are people who are short automatically firecrackers and pesky? <laughs> no. Are they pests? Everybody yes. who's short's a pest. Gym rats? No. <laughs> yes, they are. Are they feisty? The answer is yes. They are okay, always fire. firecrackers. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Chris likes is great. Uh, you're going to surround him with like Anthony Lawrence, Vasilovich, Dejan Vasilovich, uh, Dewan Huell, Zach Johnson, your transfer from uh, Florida Gulf Coast. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, Izundu, Sam Wardenberg will probably get some min- minutes. Yeah. Uh, Miles Wilson was expected to play some minutes from a transfer from Mount St. Mary's, but he was released from the program or declared or something. I don't right, know. It looks right. like he's he not going to play pretty much. Yeah. And so let me let me just slow you down there because okay. there's a lot there. I'm throwing yeah, in all the du- guys. Dewan yeah. Huell, now Dewan Hernandez. Yes. Yeah, um, oh, gonna, excuse oh, me. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Yes. Hernandez. Yes. Taking on his mother's name, which I appreciate as as the child of a single mother myself. You know, I appreciate taking on the, the mother's name. That's important. Respect. Yeah. Um, respect. But, yeah. you know, Dewan, respect Dewan to me is a, is a preseason – he should be a preseason first team All ACC oh, guy. Oh, gosh. I I really liked Juan Hernandez. I oh. think that he is going to finish as a first team All ACC player. Um, Preach. Zach Johnson from Florida Gulf Coast is your most significant and impactful transfer in the ACC this year. I think he carries a Lonnie Walker torch Ooh. better than Lonnie Walker did last year. I'll tell you what. Taylor, I like Miami for a top mm. five finish this Ooh, year. Whoa. Right. I don't you know. To repeat once again. Let me say this. Let me say one more thing. What is uh, – Larinaga, every single year. So this year, media preseason poll finished – picked Miami to finish 10th. Every single year, Larinaga has exceeded that preseason And you know what? ACC when he's been picked poll. in the top four, he has underachieved. So he's the high floor, low ceiling. This every is my year, theory of the year. Every year he has exceeded year. it by at least one let me, spot. Let me just throw. So Buzz and Larinaga are the ultimate. Don't put high them in floor. the same basket. Let me oh, let me gosh. let me throw yeah, this in there for all, Miami. I'm not calling. I'm calling him Duan Hill. Okay. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> well, I'm that's not changing. disrespectful to him, but you, well, you know, it's disrespectful for the to people like myself who, like, for example, Tua. I you know I was saying Tagovailoa for uh, a year and a game right, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden that's a tough one to learn. Oh, it's actually Tagovailoa, guys. Like <laughs> this is the first thing you do on media day. Anyway, I'm, he's still on heel. Go ahead, Taylor. Let, let me just throw this on. I think that going back to my point about people are saying they're worried because Miami lost so many people. I think their offense. I think is going to get better. I think so. Too. I think it's going to be very smooth. It's basically. Of, it's built to be like. So you think light. they're going to be better with without Lonnie Walker and, and Bruce Brown? Yes, I yes, think they I think their defense is going to be worse. Admittedly, they're going to lose a lot of guys who have some athleticism, some length. But I think they're going to be able to run that pick and roll and surround the likes with a lot of shooters. Because the truth about Brown and 
and uh, Walker is that they're not great shooters. And Newton, even that too. I mean, Vasilovich is a not, he's a minus on the defensive end, but he's a, a knockdown shooter. Well, okay, let me um, tell you something. And, and Anthony Lawrence. Lawrence. Anthony Lawrence, who the, my style point, love that he wears the short shorts and like the waist high up. I mean, mm. what a throwback. Fundamentals. Fundamentals. Wow. And By just, throwback, you mean father-like? Yeah, father. <laughs> he reminds me of my father. And I think on this podcast last year, I think I said Anthony Lawrence is garbage or something like that. Right. You were wrong. Eh, I don't know if I was wrong, but he's not Next garbage. Next game. <laughs> All right. Next okay, game. I'll give you guys you this. can shoot, but if you're trusting your entire offense around the durability and endurance of Chris Likes, I think that's a problem. Well, it's not everything, but... Well, I think you. I just listened to what you said. Yeah, they're gonna need. They're gonna need likes. He's gonna initiate. But I'm telling yeah, he's you, gonna wait, wait till you see Zach Johnson play. I think he's really gonna blow okay. you away. He's an excellent shooter. I think he's gonna create. He and it's gonna be a very good, solid, closely knit Miami team. I mean, you have Vasilovich. You know, is Dengak gonna play the former four star out of Australia? You know, I think he's gonna contribute Ooh. big minutes. You know, he used to play on the Australian national team with Vasilovich. You know, they he was formerly at Blair Academy with the big Anthony Mack transfer out of Wyoming. You know, this is a team that I think is closely knit, and I think those teams mm-hmm. play well in league play. Last yeah. year, the problem with Miami you was they right would there. they would stagnate and just go like zero for sixteen from the floor yeah. for like five ten minutes in a game. Hero ball, and, hero ball. It was yeah. Lonnie and Walker, this Chris Lex would get the ball. This offense is built to run like a machine. Uh, I mean, I think it's going to be this, so. Good. This I agree with you. So let's move on to the the team that actually whose offense does move like a machine, which is probably Virginia Tech. What, right? Wait, I mean, are you guys putting Florida State above all these teams? I am. Okay. I am not putting Florida State above Miami. I think Miami is a top five finisher, but I'll be the anomaly. <laughs> I think Virginia Tech is better than Florida State. I think Clemson is better than Florida State. All right, I think, so you want to take Virginia Tech there? What do you What do you mean? You want to talk about Virginia Tech a little bit? No, I think we should talk about Florida State before putting them right. fifth in the league. All right. Is that fair? Sure, sure. sure. Okay. All right, Florida State. Who isn't back for Florida State? I mean, they have everyone, right? Terrence Mann, Trent Forrest, P.J. Savoy, Phil Kofer. This is a team of old men. I mean, they, they have all junior and senior leadership. <laughs> oh, I mean, crazy. Well, can I tell you what? They're going to be doing the same Christ thing Kumaji. at the end of February as they did last year. They're going to be out there with Ben Franklin kites and keys and trying to catch lightning. That's what they're going to be doing. I mean, that was a, like, huge, that was a huge breakthrough. Yeah. Well, I mean, they caught it. <laughs> They're yeah, they gonna did. Be, they're going to be at the exact same spot, I think. They, I look, it might be Leonard Hamilton's most cohesive team. I think it's finally coming to fruition. That big, you know, class of 2016 where he got, um, you know, all these all these big time recruits. I think that's finally kind of showing its metal. Terrence Mann was a part of that class. Jonathan Isaac was a part of that class, and so was Cobbin Cobbin Jelly, I believe is Cobbin Gelly. Yeah, yeah Cobbin Gelly, mm-hmm. yeah. who yeah. was a revelation in the tournament. Uh, almost single handedly won that Gonzaga game by absolutely dominated Rory ha- Rory Hachimura. Um, he, he was really the guy did. that put them in that the was, Elite Eight. That was shocking, and yeah. I think he's going to be. He's going to be it great made him for stay them in college year. another year. So you know, I think Florida I mean, honestly, State. Florida State is going to be what people associated with North Carolina basketball with kind of size and rebounding and pace. just these big. Yeah. yeah so big, so the, the question yeah. to me is, do you think that last year's Florida State team was most accurately represented by what they did in the regular season, where they in the ACC play they had some stretches where they were just no, like I, I think they, really bad. I think they underachieved in the regular season, and I think they overachieved dramatically. In so the you ACC think they're, they're well? That's yeah, splitting a difference. I either think that's way. fair though. 
But I mean, if they were the team, if, if the end of the season, meaning the tournament, was the team that was truly who they were, mm-hmm. they're going to be great this year. Well, they're not going to start that way. I don't know. I bet you. I bet you anything. They don't start. That yeah, way. I don't think they're. Yeah, start I, that I g- think my my understanding is with experience comes patience, and with patience comes the idea let, not let me, going out early let me, in the season. Let so me I think that they to, hold back. Let me read to you what I project as their starters: Christ Kumaje, Phil Kofer, Terrence Mann, MJ Walker, Trent Forrest. I mean, yeah. that lineup is pretty tough. Yeah, and MJ you got Walker, Pete, top a top ten recruit. Yeah, MJ Walker is looking. You know. I mean, he could be. He could be great. Yeah, and PJ Savoy coming off the bench. PJ Savoy, he he's like a. I know. He's like the microwave shooter, whatever. I don't know. I love PJ Savoy. The pieces make sense if you have a maestro conducting them. But but we have Uh. little (laughs) Leonard Hamilton who's shooting from the hip. He's doing the mage thing, which Guthrie just explained to us, just like. Yeah, well, I mean, he's doing sort of like a. Uh, he's an he's pushing a tier nerd. one tower while his yeah. his yeah, team they, is losing racks. It just you, exactly what he, he was. Said. Exactly, so yeah. I we we failed to talk about this last time, and there was an interview. Dan Jacobs interviewed him after the Michigan game. Do you guys remember this? I can't believe we didn't talk about this. And she asked game. him. She asked him why they didn't foul. Only down. Oh, well, they yeah. were down four. Yeah, they were down four. They were down four with twelve seconds left in the elite eight. In the elite eight, and and Michigan was inbounding, and they did not foul, mm-hmm. and he did not have an answer. Like he was like, "What do you mean the game was over?" Yeah. I remember <laughs> that. yeah. Now I remember the that. spread, the spread for this game was four and a half, mm. and like you know, conspiracy theorists out there. So Florida State won. Mm-hmm. Right? That's right. Like, That's th- right. There are rumblings, or there were rumblings, I should say. They went undefeated in the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> they covered like banshees the first what three games. The real, the real question is, what site is Leonard Hamilton using? Like, is he using <laughs> Nitrogen Sports five times? Like, he uses, what, uh, does he have his own bookie? Sagarin. I think he uses Sagarin. Maybe, maybe he has his own bookie. He, he, he doesn't need to worry about. I, I don't think there's well, do any you, point of having more conversation on this team. I mean, it, we, it's we, like spin the bottle. We should note David Nichols for Florida State fans, the transfer from Albany, where we're coming in. Is Great. he going to make a difference? I don't know. Fantastic. I just don't know if there's a lot of room for him on this team. With you know, They're I guess deep. if you They're need if you deep. need to go small, then I think that he yeah. fills a role there. But you know, other than that, you know, I, I don't see him being super impactful. Our next team, I'm going to nominate Clemson in this spot. Mm, the Tigers. And I know that, a I know that Syracuse a is going to drown elves. Doesn't it feel like Syracuse is going to drop its drawers and finish sixth? No. We'll wait, <laughs> we'll wait for me to stand for Syracuse okay. until uh, we well, get there. I mean, there. everything may, Well, let's go to Clemson. The All right, other let's go to team. Clemson. Let's go to Clemson. So, Taylor, you have a little rundown of who is left and who's back. Yeah. And the big story, really, in Clemson is that they didn't really lose anyone outside of Gabe DeVoe, right? Well, Grantham. Oh, they, they played a lot played of the without season without him. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Grantham and DeVoe are like the big losses. So you you think they're gonna have Shelton Mitchell, Marquise Reed, which I consider that's a backcourt that's like as good as any in in really the nation. Um, uh, settle down. Okay, okay, <laughs> calm down. Okay. Calm down. Certainly one of the more experienced. They're good. They're pretty good. They're decent. Yeah. Uh, Elijah, I think they're excellent. They don't, play don't basketball. Down. Elijah Thomas will be, uh, you know, holding down the middle for them. And then I don't know the other starters. Maybe John Newman. David Scara, maybe. You got some Amir Sims, who is a guy that people around Clemson are talking about as a yeah. guy who could like be yeah. the next big thing. Uh they've got a transfer from Oral Robert or excuse me, Oral Roberts, Javon White. Um, you know, so there, there's a couple guys who could take that spot. Well, look, let me let me tell you, you talk about guard play and you talk about Shelton Mitchell and Marquise Reed. 
Now, Brownell, in his ACC Media Day, came out with a quote that I consider to be symbolic of any soon-to-be breakout player, which he said, and I quote, Shelton Mitchell is the straw that stirs the drink. Wait, did he really say he that? He did. He did say that. Is Brad Brownell a listener of this podcast? <laughs> so thank you. Thank you, Brad. Did, um, didn't Coach K say that about like Jab and Oh, is that I, why we said If you actually I think do, it's actually are they all pretty, listeners? I think it's a pretty common. <laughs> no, you know, false. I've never heard anyone idiom. say it yeah, outside you, of you if guys. If you control F straw, you're going to get a lot of hits. We've said the grain that stirs the drink, which doesn't really make any sense. But I said that? I definitely said that. I prefer to believe that they all listen to this podcast, and we don't have coaches Look, on i just want to make that clear we don't have coaches on but if we did they'd all be on. we're not really into coach speak I, well yeah we, we don't really want do like that. the the cliches you know i love that you're, pre- you're pretending that a coach is like offered to be on the pod. yeah we're turning down we're turning down brown now yeah, we put george tech that's, in the cellar that's folks. the situation we didn't put them I, at 13 i saw pete gillen at the post office one time that's a deep cut for anyone who I, look let me let me tell you this okay and i like clemson very much but let me tell you how they open the season okay the acc season at Duke, at Syracuse, home against UVA. Ooh, what a relief. Then they're in, you know, Georgia Tech, no problem. Then wait, they're do, at, wait, do you think Syracuse is going to be ready to play in January? They're at FSU after that and at NC State. Well, I mean, they, what are they, they gonna might do? start what are they one gonna and do? four. Are they going to give up? Who, Syracuse? No, Clemson, after a well, cake non-conference, are they going to give Cle- up after Clemson going one doesn't and four? Give, they, no, they're not going to give up no. because you know why they're, their then tagline be for this year is hashtag Clemson Grit. Then they'll be fine. That, that is the tagline. I'm just saying, be be a little wary with four losses already starting in the first five games potentially well, we in ACC panic. play. We won't panic when it happens. So don't panic. Be ready to take. Here's Clemson what we'll do: we'll that. take them on their sixth game. All mm, of us. I like that. Can you set a reminder for I January? I will. I'll set a calendar yeah, invite. Twentieth like <laughs> calendar invite. Yeah. Bet heavy on the Clemson <laughs> Tigers that's great. trip to Charleston. I actually I'm think in. that's the weekend we're supposed to be in Charlestown, so that'll work out well. Here's no, a, here's it's a gritty team. I like. I actually feel like this is a team. this is a tagline that actually works with theme. the team. Overarching thing. In all sports, I watch a lot of NBA. I watch a lot of college football. I'm forced to watch the NFL by people. In modern day sports, nobody's playing defense anymore. And if you have somebody like Brad, who is still one of those sticklers, fundamental, you have to play defense to be on my team, I think that's becoming valuable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's why I kind of like Clemson. Yeah. Because really they're, they're going to defend. And uh, I think 70% of other ACC teams are not going to. So that, that's already an ace in the hole. So I like Clemson. Yeah. I actually like them. Actually, I don't know. Virginia Tech and Clemson are, are neck and neck for me right now. I, I don't know who to put ahead. I don't like Clemson as much as you do, but I just want to note that I am deeply, deeply upset and concerned that I had the exact same thought as you did coming into this podcast where I thought, you know, all the teams in the ACC— It's a new year for you and I. We're going to be— we're gonna <laughs> Maybe, be, uh, maybe we're gonna be we might be on the same page. That yeah. might be tough. Mm-hmm. I just thought all these teams in the ACC are going to have great offenses. Or not all of them, but I think there's going to be a lot of good offense in the ACC, and I think some of the defense is going to be suspect. And you, have I think, three, you have three good defensive teams. Right. I mean, and they all wear orange. The team, yeah, the teams, right. the Ooh, teams I that like are good. That. Well, that's I my like case that. for Syracuse, which we'll get to later, but I think the teams that are good at defense are going to set themselves apart. 
All right, yeah. so yeah, I mean, I like Clemson to finish around seventh in the league, which is admirable, but not as high as a lot of other people I think really? have them finishing. Yeah, I don't oh, think that man. they're going to have a great you've changed year. Changed your stripes, yeah, like I, a tiger. Yeah, <laughs> I'm on fire. You are. So, somebody get the extinguisher. Check that sprinkler system. I don't think it's in service. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my! That's, a, that's a bad one. Rename <laughs> our podcast "Dad Jokes." Yeah. <laughs> All right, so are we moving on to Virginia Tech then? Yes. So uh, I haven't really. Yeah, it's I have, time. I haven't really. It's time. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll give a, I'll give on a, Clemson a here. quick a quick uh, take on Clemson. I'm I I generally agree with with what you guys are saying and. It's kind of amazing because I feel like all the teams we've talked about with 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 Florida State accepting, I'm down on like the mm-hmm. last four teams. Like I I just I just don't understand where the offense is going to come from for Clemson. Like I I I respect I respect Reed and Mitchell tremendously. Like I think they're going to bring a ton to this team this coming season. I actually really I'm selling Elijah Thomas. Like I've never, I've never been a huge fan. I, mm-hmm. I, I feel like he's one of those players that, like, I, I, talk, I remember talking about this last season, where basically he, the, he's essentially like a black hole. He's like, he's like UVA's Gillen with a left hand that can't hit that like, you know, Who's drop Gillen? step. I'm sorry, um, Anthony, uh, Anthony Gill. Yeah, Anthony Gill, oh. who can't, but he can't hit that like consistent drop step that Gil could mm. so it's it's like I don't know you just don't like I, his game you feel like he's I, one dimensional yeah yeah incredibly one dimensional I, I don't know about this team versus Virginia Tech who's our next squad and they have everybody back except for Chris Clark who's on who's not with the team suspended he's not on the team he's suspended indefinitely but yeah. as Guthrie said Guthrie made a great point before we started taping that's that is not necessarily the final nail in the coffin from histories yeah, so so he's off the official roster, which obviously doesn't look good. But in the past, Tech has suspended players indefinitely, and they've made it back onto the team in the future. Speaking, and yes. you know, indefinite suspension could really mean a single game. You know, in recent history, Grayson Allen was indefinitely suspended, and he made it back. Not a good game. Yeah, it was one game. Yeah, I don't have much to say about Virginia Tech. I think they're gonna. You think they're be gonna very, be exactly what you think they are? Justin Robinson, well, you know NAW back. I thought they were worse than, than they actually ended up being last year. And they started off awful, and I felt like you know I was on top of a mountain, and then they rallied. So I think they're going to be pretty much similar to last year, so like five range. Let me let me throw Board, out who, may, we, who we expect to play a lot five, here. Six, four, four, five, six, seven range, eh, anywhere. Mm-hmm. All these teams, I think, you, you know, you just roll the dice, and any of them could come out and – in the four, five, six range. So they, so they lost Bibbs. They lost Bibbs, but they got Justin Robinson so coming what? back, which we think he's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ahmad Hill, Walker Alexander, Kerry Blackshear, Ty yeah. Outwall returns after a year Blackshear from injury. is one of the most underrated players in the league. Yeah, right. I agree. And, yeah. and last year, yeah. playing mostly out of position, was forced to play the five. This year, with the with the return of Kadeem Sai, hopefully Blackshear can move into that four role where he's actually been dominant. Um, you know, yeah, the big I mean, question for Virginia think Tech... About, think about 2018 fours who could guard Blackshear. I can't think of any. Yeah. Not, I mean, can you imagine Luke May trying to match up with Blackshear in the post? It's just not going to happen. But um, so, can Blackshear guard, I don't know... Yes. You know, Chris Mack. <laughs> yeah. Chris Mack stretch fours. I'm trying to think... The Chris Mack spe- stretch four special. Is That's going to be a new segment. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah the I Chris mean, Mack's, But is he going to... 
I think a lot of teams in the ACC are going to be playing four out, one in this year. And can he guard a wing, essentially what's like a, a small forward? Well, can he guard a three? Well, who are you talking about? Can he guard Zion? Can he guard DeAndre Hunter? No. No. Well, is the, is the question... And that's like, going to be the, the four. The question might face, be... But you're going to lose those games anyway. The question might be... Is well, that's, Virginia what Tech that's what gonna, they're aspiring to, right? Are they going to dictate enough so that no. they ha- the other teams have to change their style of play to guard Blackshear? Oh, no, no. I mean, it depends on what... Their defense is still going to be bad. That's my whole point. It I depends don't on what tier of the mm-hmm. ACC you're playing. I mean, the top teams are not going to mess their lineups up to play Virginia Tech, but the bottom teams might, so I don't know. Yeah. Landers Nolly, also the big question, I think, of Virginia Tech. Um, you know, he's... In my mind, the best freshman in the ACC that no one's really talking about whatsoever. He's going to play significant minutes for Buzz. Um, you know, can he adjust? Is the real Ahmed Hill going to actually show up this year? You know, he he's been a twenty-point guy for them at points, and then he hasn't played a single minute in large stretches over multiple games. Mm-hmm. So, you know, who is the real Ahmed Hill for Virginia Tech, and is he going to be able to replace Justin Bibbs? So, Michelle Alexander Walker. That's that's a name, baby. Yeah, yeah, that's a name you absolutely need to know if you're going to watch hockey absolutely. basketball. Like uh, Justin Robinson is for sure going to grab the headlines, and he probably deserves first team All ACC this season, uh, preseason, I should say. And I would I, I would have him there ahead of Kai Bowman for sure. I, I would agree. Shots with that. fired. We'll talk. I about think it later. I think there's there's a case to be made for Player of the Year for Justin Robinson, um, preseason Player of the Year in the ACC. But that seems like a TJ Warren Player of the Year though. Well, don't hate on TJ Warren. I think I think we are we are uh, under. I, I mean, I'm incredibly high on Virginia Tech this season. Wow, like Chris Clark or with no or Chris without Clark? Chris yeah. Clark. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I am. Clark I, am I love make that, that someone's going to carry the torch. I agree. He does not make that. I totally run. agree. The funny thing is, of all the teams we're talking about right now, and Virginia Tech is the one by the you know most people is picked to finish the highest of all these teams we're talking about. So I'm I'm glad to see someone carry the torch for them. Yeah, I, I'm totally buying it. I think this is a solid top four finish for the Hokies this season. I'm I'm top buying four. Yep, I'm buying by Buzz Williams Good in his you. final year. I'm, I'm going to quit cussing. And <laughs> his final. No, it is. He, no, it, you know that, don't you? His final year of his contract. No, in in Blacksburg. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, his final year coaching Virginia Tech. What 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 do you what do you think is going to happen? Where's he going to go? No, I, I don't know. What jobs are open yet? We're gonna see oh. who does all awful this year. Ooh, which, this which, is... which big problems? Which big programs are gonna? You're plumbing? saying he likes I to like, jump ship. I like this take. You, I don't you, think you he, think this is. You think this uh, is. I've it? heard some things. He has not done well enough at Virginia Tech to merit a big program job. Though. Oh, I think he has. He stood toe to toe with some of the best teams in the country, and he's finished like fifth through seventh after year one. Right, fifth through seventh. Where's he gonna go, coach? I mean, what? A... Well, after a top four oh. finish in the ACC this season. You can pick oh, wherever he okay, wants to go. Great. Yeah. yeah, I mean, what if Shaka <laughs> takes a dump again? That job's open. Yeah. Texas yeah. would never hire Buzz Williams. Why not? They hired Shaka Smart. They hired it's just a matter Tom of time Herman. before he goes back to VCU. Tom Herman's a coach of their football team. He's not quite... Would, uh, he's a little okay. rough around the edges, I'm just saying. Anyway. I would love to see Buzz Anyways, Williams all, in Texas. Florida State here... I mean, Florida State, sorry. Virginia Tech, I just think they're going to score points on offense. They scored points on offense last year. Mm-hmm. They're not going to guard. Yeah. And there's lots of teams that score points well, in the you know, ACC. They shoot the three well. It's okay. Yeah, they, oh, a team full of great shooters. If anything's going to save them, it's going to be the fact that they might have the best three-point shooting Who's team Who's better, in the Virginia conference. Tech or Virginia? Oh, like as a team? Three-point shooting. Starting five. Or a Vir- crunch time five. Mm-hmm. Virginia Tech? I think Virginia Tech. Yeah. 
but they're not a better team. The mm-hmm. the thing Maybe. the thing is, they, I mean, Virginia <clears throat> is a much better team, but Virginia Tech has better pure shooters. As I, a team, as a I, whole, as a I whole. agree with that. I mean, it the seems one, clear to me. The one thing I will disagree with you is, I think Virginia Tech's defense is actually drastically underrated. Their their perimeter defense. Let's ignore for the fact that they have one player over six six. And I think the perimeter defense is terrific. Like they they disrupted so many. I, I just watching watching so many of their games down the stretch in the ACC. They disrupted so many offenses. Yeah, and they like, played so much better down the stretch with yeah, their perimeter guards. They yeah. did. They they finally, it all started to click a little bit. They got eaten up in the. I think they would actually had a nice run in the tournament alongside yeah, FSU, they, they but they ran Sexton. into one on one play with Colin Sexton. Yeah, and he crushed up. So, I, I'll just well, say also that, that for all of that, Virginia Tech statistically, you know, less than three point percentage. We know three point attempted rate is is a good indicator of how good your defense is at running people off the three point line. They were 317th in the nation in three-point attempts. So right? I'm putting mm. Virginia Tech at six so, so last year. Eight. Last year, so not great. Not, not great. <laughs> I had them at that, six. I don't think that's an indicator of perimeter defense. Y'all that's have huge. What percentage? It's one. It's shoot? one metric. It's one metric to to gauge it. The teams against them shot 34.7 uh, percent, which was it's what 154th. Like yeah, hmm. it's, but that yeah, and that tracks arbitrary. with their. I mean, their defense got better actually. So, well, where do you guys? I'm not going to say it. No. I have them at six. I think Guthrie has them at five or four. Right, top four. You have them four. Um, you guys, I'm assuming, have them lower because you love Miami to death. Man, I really like Guthrie's take. I really want to put them in the top four, and I'm a man that's malleable, so I'll go with Dude, Virginia t- Tech in my number four slot. Really? All right, I, Miami's yeah. my gobble, number gobble. five. Virginia Tech's my number four. I, I've got them at seven. I've got him at six. Yeah, I had him at eight about 22 minutes yeah, ago. I have, <laughs> I have him at seven, maybe edging into eight. All right, so are we well, going to get talk into about the this, creme de la creme? Let's talk about the – well, no, we're not there yet. We let's talk be. about the wonky Syracuse team. They're not They're not there yet. They need so to, sh- they need to they, show me something in the regular season. So if we're going to continue this weird uh, house analogy – Yeah, are we're they, on the second floor. The, the second floor, but the, <laughs> yeah. guest, the guest bedroom? Well, I mean, it depends maybe, on maybe who the, you ask. Maybe the closet, the, the, hall, yeah. the hallway closet. We're I mean, not, or maybe like the, bedroom, the start right. of the laundry chute. Like Syracuse, are we going to go okay. all that's the way down a, to the right. bottom? That's or an are we old house. Stay at the top. <laughs> yeah. You guys yeah. really live in wonderful. Yeah, who places. has a laundry chute anymore? <laughs> that's an old house. <laughs> that's um, a good analogy. I mean, no, this team has never achieved in the regular season, except for the Tyler Ennis year. May I def- and CJ Fair? That was the only year, and they didn't win the league that year. But every other year since, they have underachieved, and they've performed dramatically worse than everybody expected. So I, I, I just need I need to see it one year. Wait, let me I think they're gonna be very good. Everything lines up on paper, you know, the the familiarity with the defense, everybody's played in the zone. I like Chuck Wu. I mean I, I like I like Tyus Battle. I like their pieces. I, they have guys who can score and they don't even need offensive sets to score. They can just score on their own. They're like, okay, go get me a bucket, Tyus. And he's like, okay. I'll do that. I'll hit a little 15-footer. No problem. I'll get it off anytime. So, quick run. Do you want to do a quick rundown? Yeah, I'll do a quick rundown, and then I'll dive into my defense of Syracuse. Uh, because I have Nobody's been... attacking Syracuse. I, I'm, I just... I don't I, know. I think, you, think, you think they finished outside the top five, though? No, I have the... Maybe fifth? I have them at four. Guthrie, I, I assume you're right around there. Maybe fifth? 
I'll I'll hold off on on where okay. I'm having Syracuse. Let's, I, I let's have hear at, let's hear a breakdown. I have them at four, and I think they might creep up to three. Mm. Oh. And I and, and Pilkington and I'll just drop Duke down and that I'll far. That's I'll that's wow. I'll decide at the else. end of the podcast. But so here's what we think: they might start with Frank Howard, who's been injured, and they've had a uh, Buddy Boheim starting in Bayheim starting in his place. But uh, Tyus Battle, O'Shea Brissett, Pascal Chukwu, and Elijah Hughes, Hughes will probably be starting the transfer from Eastern Carolina. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Jalen Carey is the big freshman, and then Dolajaj, Dolajaj, close. Almost. He might start, right? Dolajai grew would, this year. He was six eight last year. He's six ten now. He still looks like he's Man. like Is that fourteen a good thing years or a bad old. Thing? Yeah, I don't know. He's, it can't he, be good for his knees. He but. still <laughs> looks like he's prepubescent, but I love him. Right? Yeah. You know? Anyways, be, yeah, he's, and he's Slovenian. We talked about Buddy, up late. Buddy Bayheim, who has played a lot in the exhibition, but I don't know how much he'll play in the real game. I don't know. Yeah, no, he'll play quite a bit, I think. But my thing is, so let's say the defense, it was fifth in the nation ranked by Ken Palm last year. I think it's only going to be as good or better this year because they're getting some, the you know, the transfers they're getting, like Hughes and other guys are guys that fit in well to the system. It's going to be an elite defense. I think it's going to be the best in the ACC, better than Virginia's. I think it might be the best in the nation, possibly. Question so, mark? Question mark. So, yeah, so my only counter to that is if offense is expanding and three-point shooting is expanding, how could the Syracuse defense – be the best defense in the league. Well, it's an extra get shots off an it. extra two inches on Dolajai. Yeah. Like he's able to oh, reach Dolezai up. Can do that. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but also an extra two inches of spaz. <laughs> Well, I'll just well, say I think it's a common misconception that the zone forces you into taking three point shots. Well, I think the the zone you can forces, find it you can forces find you into taking shots Bad that the shots. zone wants you Bad to take. Shots. So whatever yeah. that focus is of your zone in that particular matchup, I think the zone is able to dictate what you are. Right. The whole at principle of defense, no matter what, is, is is if you can. Usually, the person with the ball has the initiative, and if the defense can take away the initiative and force you to do what they want you to do. The defense has already won because you don't, you're not making decisions. Usually, the decision maker is the person with the ball. Anyways, that's the whole philosophical thing. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll get we'll do we'll a talk deep about dive. We're gonna work this out about record. Syracuse. Is but let me talk. When's about, the last time they beat the top dogs? It's been a while. It's been a while. But it so, has been a while. So the problem is going to be their offense, except which, when they beat Virginia in the tournament, NCAA right. tournament. Which is because suddenly all those guys like Malachi Richardson decided like, oh, I'm gonna shoot. The lights out, and we're gonna win. Work my way into a conversation for you know a, a professional career. They also they also beat Virginia the next year, so yeah, but that was a terrible Virginia team. Yeah, well, well not terrible, but for their we, standards, we tried. Well, we also, do try to forget so that year. So last year their offense was 135th in the nation, which is not very good. It's not going to cut in the ACC. Their offense has to get better. So my case for their offense getting better is that you're gonna have Hughes. Who I think is aggressive. He's athletic. He he at ECU he drew fouls at the eighth highest rate in the country, which I take as a sign that he is not. Ju- it's not just like a, a you know, a, not a, a non-power five aberration. Like he's going to draw fouls. It looks like he can shoot now in their exhibition. He was shooting really well. He's shooting some three pointers. So who's their starting five? I mean, I think it's going to be. Do you think he's in there? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think assuming he's going to start over Dolezal. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I think assuming Frank Howard comes back, it's going to be Howard, Battle, Brissett, Chukwu, and Hughes. That's a good starting five. Yeah, it's it's an excellent excellent starting five. And and so, and you know what? He's not going to go deeper than seven. Well, let me get to this because I I think if they crack the top 
50 in Kinpom in offense, I think it's going to be huge for them. I think that's the metric you have to look for. And I think I knew you're going to bring up, like, because we talk about this all the time, their bench. Bayheim always plays a thin bench. I don't care about their bench. I, I care about their. F- I, I care about their seven. I literally did a. And they haven't had three point shooting. That's yeah. the problem. I I think they're going to add a little three point shooting this year. Uh, Buddy Bayheim, great three point shooter. Okay, light it up a little yeah. bit. I mean, I don't Brissett's know how many getting better. Brissett's getting better in offense. I trust Brissett. I think this year shooting threes. I semi. I semi trust Ty's battle. Semi- yeah, no, he's he shouldn't be taking a ton of threes, but he should be but taking he, enough to. enough to he make will. him honest. He'll be I, there. He'll be right there. But you I mentioned use, and I also and Jalen Carey. I don't know what he's going to bring to the table, but I'm not even counting on him. But I also think they're just going to have these guys, and we didn't even talk about uh, Sidibe. I just think they're going to have well, enough on the bench okay. to add to him. And I did a little scatter plot. I even. know it looks great. It, it, every yeah. year looks great on paper. Can, I did can, can a you freaking scatter plot. I literally. Yeah. I, Wait, so I want to just ask you. Let, let me let me throw you a graph this. at you. I want to hear about the scatter plot. They they okay. So last year they played about fifteen percent of the of bench minutes, which was. Got to be bottom, bottom lowest in the NCAA, 5%. if not. So what? It doesn't take that much energy to exert the zone. I charted them for the last like fourteen to fifteen years, and the break. If you get up to like twenty five percent bench minutes, they're killer. Now I know we're throwing okay. some like okay. Dion Waiters, Carmelo noise into there, but I'm just saying. I think with just a few, they don't even need to like be really quote unquote deep. They just need to. Throw a few more bench minutes in there, and they're going to be great. So, so I know you've, I think they got you've gone all scientist on Syracuse, but can okay, I just yeah. ask a question? Can I can I bring us back to layman terms? Yes. Can you beat Georgia Tech on the road? Can you just beat Georgia Tech? Can you do something like that for me, <laughs> like in January? That's all I'm asking of this team. Like beat the teams you're supposed to, and then I'll, and then I'll believe. Well, luckily Georgia Tech is terrible this year, so <laughs> we got it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Got him. I mean, they go and like take dumps on so many opposing floors. It's I mean, it's not even funny. They do, and okay. but anyway. ho- but that's Hopefully my that point about ch- maybe offense, that'll change this year. The offense, that's what I'm saying. Don't even be like top ten, tip top fifteen in Ken Palm offense. Just be top fifty, and they'll be great. Okay, let's get Oof. on to North Carolina. I have a lot to say here. All right, Taylor, let's hear it. you've done your job. Now, Mike and I are taking over. What's my job to talk about Syracuse? Yeah, I like well, that. You did, a good you job. did it well. You did we, it well. We get that upstate New York offense uh, audience. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Luke, give me what you got on UNC this year. I'm riding shotgun of the Kobe White bandwagon. Oh, he's excellent, isn't he? He's a fantastic player. I'm all in on him. I think he's better than Nasir Little. Everybody's going to think about Nasir Little, but he's not going to make that train run. It's going to be Kobe White in transition, tossing dimes to folks. Mm-hmm. I don't even care about Luke May. I don't even care that he's on this team. I mean, I really don't. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. You've got a solid player who can't play defense but can score You know when he's put in little mid-range scenarios yeah he's a he's a great shooter great spot up may, shooter may i button uh I, just for our listeners we'll oh, gosh. give a little baseline expected starters luke may camp johnson kenny williams the, those are your returners you got nasir little and kobe white the new freshman maybe on the bench seventh woods uh brandon huffman rayshon black don't forget so, leaky black li- yeah I, luke continue i read i don't know i read a blog recently 
a Carolina blog where they were saying that Seventh Woods was going to start a point guard. Yeah, I've heard that too. And I almost fell out of my chair. No. Well, because of that, because that point guard spot is so crucial to Roy, right? It's the the crucial argument of pace versus patience. When do you push that secondary yeah. break? You know, so he feels more comfortable with Seventh Woods, even if Seventh Woods may not be that. Well, you know, it'll take player. him two ACC losses to realize <laughs> uh, the true destiny of this team, which is Kobe White playing the point guard. Why would you not do that? Yeah. I think he's an excellent player. I know he didn't have a good um, Burger Boy game, and everybody's killing him for that. But right. I think he's the most underrated freshman of this entire class. And you mentioned – who would you mention as, as – Yeah, I really I really like Leaky Black. Yeah, okay, um, yeah. You know, people – I, I don't that's... know how, how many minutes he's going to get this year. Though. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, that's like and I'm not going to know until ACC play starts. But, you know, we'll, we'll see where he ends up. But, you know, he's, he's your – I think will be your truly elite defender eventually for UNC. Maybe that's not this year though. But yeah, think, Kobe White is the most important player. I think UNC is incredibly deep. I think they're gonna do better in the non-conference than they did last year, and I think they're gonna win a lot of games. I think they're gonna be right there with Virginia at the end of the year. So you think they're a top three team in the ACC? I have them too. Have them too. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like that. We're creeping up. What about you, Guthrie? You got any thoughts on UNC? <sighs> Yeah, I'll be honest. I've spent more time prepping for the the cellar dwellers, so I <laughs> I don't really know what it looks like in the master. These suite. shades of blue are yeah. a little odd for yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've heard I've heard great things about Nasir Little and Kobe White. Um, they I think North Carolina returns enough pieces that they're going to be incredibly competitive. I I have yeah, to just think, like with the three point shooting of Luke May, Cam Johnson, and Kenny Williams yeah. alone, right? That should yeah. make them See, relevant. But- and I do. When you, when I, you just say those three names. That doesn't get me excited. Yeah, it doesn't. doesn't. Really? I so I think doesn't get you. What hard. gets me excited is Kobe White, Nasir Little, and some of their bench players. Mm-hmm. Like I, I can see. I don't want to say the second coming of Bradley, but maybe I'll say that if I see pink shoes on the floor. But it's out there for North Carolina this year. Mm. All right. Let me let me throw the case against North Carolina at you right now. Oh, okay. Oh, here it comes. Yeah, here. Get, 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 Get your popcorn ready. Here it is. Uh, Luke May. People are calling him the preseason. That's that's ludicrous. I'm not it's in on him. Don't worry. He's a preseason All-American. I I mean, I just one of st- two in the ACC besides R.J. Barrett. Which is, I love Luke May, but that's a bad choice. Okay. Like, he should. He's not the star of this team. If he's the star of this team, that's a problem. Right. The uh, identity of this team is going up and down the floor with Kobe White, Nasir Little, and Sterling Manley. Oh, so you think Roy is going to throw Manley in there? He's going to do two bigs. I think Manley is going to ha- see some significant th- playing time this I year. I think if Manley— That's why I said pink shoes. I threw okay. it out there. If Manley becomes what you know the what UNC expects him to be, it's going to be big. But right now, Luke May, he gets swallowed up by the better teams. That's if you, fine. If it's you have okay. good defenders, it's okay. he's non He can be. Kobe White and Nasir Little— I don't know. It's it's like they're trying to split the middle. If you're playing the really elite teams like Duke or Virginia, those defensive teams, how are Nasir Little and Kobe White going to— Here's a real question. Okay, why do you love the Duke freshmen so much, but you don't like the UNC freshmen? Uh, I mean, this is a down class. There's more of them? It's a I don't down know. class. I'm just saying. Yeah, no, I— You I, can't say, oh, these Duke freshmen are the second coming of Jabbar and Magic or whoever else— and say the UNC freshmen are back because these guys are highly Fair. touted players. I also I also watched. I, I'm biased, admittedly, and I watched. And the, you like dunking, so you're like obviously yeah, I these love guys dunking. suck. You know, I also I, also, I didn't see Kobe White dunk, so well, yeah, like, he sucks at basketball. If you are a freshman basketballer, 
basketball player, extreme athleticism translates a lot better than like other factors. Than being smart and being a good passer? Okay. Honest, honestly, yes. You go ride that. Like the you go ride that train. I'll, the, ride, I'll ride passing. The ceiling is much... You, you have to be much better with passing than you do because other people... There's more competition. Other people are better at it. Like They're better at stopping it. And I think... I mean, I I mean, tell me who are better passers than Kobe White on this team. Or, or other oh, on teams. on this team, I don't know. Or other teams. Markel Johnson. Well, who's a better passer on Duke? Because there's no, no better passer on Duke than Kobe White. I was going to say, let's... See, yeah, let's, Trey Jones? Yeah. No, get out of here. Yeah, you don't let's, think so? Uh, leave. Let's, let's, I, I watched the Bahamas. I, watched, I know it's like early preseason, but I watched their like Bahamas thing, and it's so sloppy. It's so sloppy. And I know that summer, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean nothing. That that video footage is sloppy. I've watched that video. It's like with a camcorder up yeah, in maybe the corner. It's the message the humidity, is the medium. Actually. It made me feel like I was watching like a middle school team on grainy VHS. Okay. Well, I mean, if you think Trey Jones is going to be a better point guard than Kobe White, go for it. Co- Kobe lane. White's an absolute to. stud. Yes. I, I think UNC takes a step back this year. I have him finishing outside the top five. And yeah, I don't know I when agree. was the last time they did that. I but agree. I have him at six. You guys wow. are crazy. The, the mo- I, the, crazy. I, think, I think they make a good run in the tournament. Maybe you know once they get it together, but I think it's going to take some time. The, the best players on this team are Cam Johnson and Kenny Williams, and Kenny Williams is probably the best player I would say. And he's, I know he's shown some, he's shown some steps to be more than just a spot up shooter, but I, I don't know, I don't you're, buy it. You're just judging off of recent history. This is like a Marvin Williams freshman year, UNC year for Nasir Little and Kobe White. That's my, that's my take. We'll see okay. what happens. I mean, that's just yeah. what I think. Okay. We'll see. Okay, let's get on to uh, the next. What about Virginia? Who do you guys I have? I think we're, we're about there. I mean, we? I have Virginia winning the league. I don't know about you guys. All right. Well, why so, don't we go there then? Should we, should we go to Duke or Virginia? Virginia. Okay. <laughs> what do you guys want to know? I have lots to say. My favorite story of the offseason has been, uh, a couple weeks ago, I said on my show that my my boss asked me, so how do you see Francesco Padocchi fitting into this team? And I said, eh, uh, I wouldn't expect him to be, you know, fitting in for a number of reasons, injuries and, you know. And then everybody in orange and blue blew up at me on Twitter and on message boards and were demanding an explanation. They thought you had an inside track. Well, That's at Luke Near yeah. on Twitter. Well, you know, I, I, I hear some things. <laughs> and then finally I got vindicated on media day. Thank goodness. My favorite part of the story was somebody on a message thread said, uh, well, I need something more. Uh, I need a more reliable source to confirm this uh, speculation or this gesture. And then the next person is like, Vegas Mike. <laughs> <laughs> That's which really appreciated. Made, yeah. Which made my month. I like that. Anyway, like he's that. out in Death Lane. So. Yeah. So, so who does Virginia have then this year? Let, Why don't you catch well, let me Let me at, pose well, a question. You're not talking about Virginia. I'm, uh, yeah, I, we'll get to you. In a second, but I have a few more things to say. Just give me a moment. Okay? This is going to be our rundown of Virginia, and I'll pose it to you. Okay, go ahead. So we project the starters will be Kyle Guy, DeAndre Hunter, Ty Jerome, Jack Salt, and we don't know. And we're going to ask Luke. It could be Braxton Key or Diakite. It could be Diakite. Maybe for the sake of me running down the roster to give our listeners a shout out to the names, could be Marco Anthony. Mm. It's probably not going to be Jay Huff. We know it's not going to be Jay Huff, but will he be good on offense? Will he play? That's it. Well, here's what I've heard, okay? This is coming from the practice rumblings. There's four killers on this team, okay? Mm. Can you name them? Four guys who are absolutely just on a mission to destroy people. Even on their own team in practice thus far. Can you name them? Ty. Yes, one. 
guy. Ty's my player of the year. Okay. There's I respect two. that. That's love it. Guys, I, saw, I saw a promo Hunter? vid where Ty Hunter, Jerome right. dunked three. for like the first time in forever. <laughs> and DeAndre Hunter like <laughs> went nuts in practice. Hunter? With Ty Jerome. Hunter? <laughs> yeah, that's three. Okay. So those are the three. No, D. Kite? No. Huff the Metric Dragon. Key. No. Key. Oh. Yeah, it's Braxton He's going to be the fifth starter, Braxton, right? Braxton Key apparently you. is dominating in practice. Mm-hmm. Which is a good sign if you're I mean, a Virginia fan. One, one of Avery Johnson's prized recruits in Alabama, one of the very first people he recruited I was going to say Alabama. came from Bama. Yeah, I mean, a, a absolute stud. He's an excellent that, player. In that same mold as uh, DeAndre Hunter. Yeah, and speaking of DeAndre Hunter, I, you know, my, my main take of the year is that Ty Jerome's going to, it's his team. But after talking to DeAndre Media Day, it just reminded me, oh, wait, this guy's also on a mission. And also, let's track back to the UMBC game. Let's just break it up, okay? There were only three and a half players who were actually in that game. Oh, we haven't talked about it yet. Virginia lost as the first they did. They one. Did. They I think they we did, we did actually do a, a pod they episode. Lost a lot. It was it was the three of us being really somber <laughs> and Vegas, Vegas Mike actually did call that for I 90 think. minutes. Yeah, I made money in the second half of that game. And I think sorry. I had a text from Mike saying, uh, Virginia is terrible. They're going to lose this game. Okay, but think about this. Okay, who's on the floor on that game? Ty, Jerome, mm-hmm. right. Kyle Guy, Jack Salt, great. And half of Mamadi Diakite, right? Mm-hmm. Who was not in that game? Hunter, right. Key, right. Jay Huff, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Would Jay Huff have helped? Half of Mavity, the other half of Mavity, right? <laughs> okay, so those guys don't care. They don't care about. They're like, I mean, I know that Kyle guy and has been made the whole like, I'm, you know, this is a big mental hurdle. You know, I'm gonna yeah. Get he's over worn, it, blah, he's blah, worn blah. that it's flag for the me. team. Yeah. Ty, you know, can I tell you what? Ty Trump doesn't give a sh- you know he doesn't give a shit about that. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't. It seems like that. Yeah. He's cool. Mm-hmm. He's like, I, I'm do, I'm dominating Chris Paul camp. I, I, I could care less about the game. Right. Lots of whispers of Ty Jerome being an NBA draft pick I mean, this year I for mean, the first time that I've heard since he's been at UVA. He's in some first-round boards. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, I, I mean, half of the guys or over half the guys who are going to be playing this year were not in that game. They're just like, we don't care. I mean, we weren't mm-hmm. in that game. If we were in there, we would have won. Right. That's what they're thinking. I don't know if that's true. I don't think that's true necessarily. But I just think that's the mentality. So you have Virginia winning the league this year. Absolutely. There's no weakness in this team. There's I, no weakness. I do too. I'm with you. They Luke have the most this. lineup flexibility more than any team. They're going to defend better than Duke, and they're going to be very good offensively. They, I, ha- they this, have lineups. This makes me so nervous. Somebody Listen. somebody stop me because I'm about to agree with Luke on a okay, major point They have here. lineups where they can put five three-point shooters above average three-point shooters out on the floor. If they go Huff at the five, if they go Hunter at the four, Key at the three. I mean, Key is kind of the wink link in the shooting. And then, yeah, not a great uh, shooter. And then Jerome Absolute and Absolute stud defender. Well, no, but, but the thing about But they're going to play like, Jack Salt all the time because he's a defender in the system. Well, what happens when he gets 2,000 the first half? He's immediately yanked. I'm just saying. That's a rule of thumb. <laughs> well, that's that's a minus. That's a rule of thumb. But tell me, like, that, what's going to happen? You have Diakite, you can, I mean. Okay, I'm just saying. Also, Jay Huff is somebody, like, you read these previews, okay, for people who don't, who are not in with the team. And, like, pick a preview. I don't know, Gary Where Parrish, does Jay Huff is greater Norlander, offense, but, anybody, but can't move his feet on Titus defense. and Tate, any of the, the college basketball gurus who do a preview, and all you hear is, oh, yeah, they return DeAndre Hunter, Ty Jerome, and Kyle Guy. That's all they say. And Mamadi Diakite may come into his own this year. But nobody mentions J- Jay Huff is going to come in and destroy second-team centers. This is the best offensive big on this entire team. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's unguardable. If you have a second-team big But can he play man, defense? Who cares? 
And he can't play Tony defense. Bennett cares since defense is well, his calling play. card. There's no okay. he is going to play this year. Okay. And, and, he's and there be a have problem. been lineups where DeAndre Hunter's played the five. We saw it last year against Duke where he was guarding Bagley. They should play that all the time. No, they should play him at the four. Yeah, I mean, yes, he's better at the four, but I don't know. I just I mean, that's my take on Virginia. I mean, and I saw the scrimmage, and all I'm saying is that Jay Huff went out there and was playing against all the starters and said I'm gonna dis- I'm I'm destroying you guys on offense. You can't guard me. So you're a Jay Huff man. Is he your sixth man of the year as well? Are you're you a Jay. Off- I'm seventh man. Of you're, the year. A G- you're a Jay Huff truther. <laughs> I am. Yeah. You're going. You're see, going I, my big co- on I don't question that Jay Huff is great and good enough he, to be. It's just an in- an instant offense is, off the bench. Is he gonna play enough? I mean, I think he'll get at least 14 minutes a game. 15 minutes a game. 14 minutes a is game. That, but 14 minutes in Virginia time is like four possessions. Is that enough to make a difference? Well, I mean, I'm just telling you. There's only one person who can contest his three-point shot in the entire league, and that's Chuck Wu. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm just saying it's a factor that's out there. That's the only person you think? Yeah. I mean, he's 7-1. Seven, 7-2. Seven, well, Chuku would never be contesting him because he'd be inside the zone. And I feel like every time I've seen Jay Huff shoot a three, there's like a 50% chance it's going in. I don't trust Jay Huff to shoot over Whoever it is, I don't trust him to shoot over Zion well, this, on the perimeter. Well, this is not. I don't trust him to shoot over me on the perimeter. This is not the stable. Of, this is just an added bonus. I know. Okay. This team is about Ty Jerome and DeAndre Hunter and Kyle Guy and Kyle Guy. Yeah. Okay. That's what this team is. Okay. Take your leave it. I'm All picking right. this team to win the league. Right. I am too, but I'm just I'm throwing this out okay. at you for. You what know. about you, Guthrie? Are you you're not on the EVA number uh, one in the league? I'm. I'm too scared to uh, to make a comment one way or another. I guess I, I have to pick some team to win the ACC this year, so I will pick Virginia. Ooh, um, so I'm the only one. I have them finishing two. Who, who are you picking? I, you picking Duke? I'll release Look, it. Don't, at the end. Do it. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> so let's let's move on to Duke. We've arrived. Let's, let's go. Let's talk about the most anticipated team of the year. Oh, absolutely. The Duke Blue Devils, right? Um, so right now you have Zion, you have RJ, RJ. Barrett, right? You have Cam Reddish. Yeah. You have Trey Jones. Now it starts going downhill. And then is it <laughs> is it Delorier or Jack White? We which kind of is remains to be seen. Bolden. It's got to be Bolden. Or is it going to be Bolden? See, that's <laughs> the problem with this team. Who knows? I think last year's Duke version was so much better than this one, and I can't say that for a fact. But just judging how Bagley and um, Wendell have been doing in the league. Uh, Wendell Carter's been They're crushing amazing. it. And this year's class is projected to be and much you know worse. Also is, is much worse. Who also is crushing it that I need to bring up because every time I read an article, I think, God, I got to talk to Luke about this, is uh, your boy Harry. Is Harry like, Giles? He's, he's, yeah, no. Harry Giles is hot as shit. Can I tell you something? He's I, putting his best foot forward. On the West Coast. He I had huge. him on my first team All-ACC team about three well, years ago. Well, right? I loved him ago. and you always hated him. So. What? Well, I voted him all uh, preseason All ACC. Okay, fair. So, anyway, well, well, let, let's well, talk well. about this team. Anyways, let's How talk about this year's yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, offensively, Duke. I mean, absolutely going to be deadly in transition. Absolutely deadly. Deadly I mean, in scrambled scenarios. No, not even deadly. Yeah, anytime it's not. Anytime a defense is not set. Anytime they can. I mean, can we agree that we all think it's going to be Virginia and Duke at the top of the league? No, I think North Carolina is going to be there. We, mm. we cannot agree on that. Okay. I, have, I have Duke finishing third, and I have Virginia finishing second. 
Oh, wait. wow. Oh, but. But. I'm walking away. Let yeah. it be known. But, um, Get a video format because I'm walking Duke, away. But Duke from the offensively mic. limited three point shooting. Such limited three point shooting. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. I mean, it's a unique year to be a Duke fan. They're going to they're gonna be seeing a lot of a lot of issues. I think they're, they're going to be reba- rebounding heavy. They're going to be limited three-point shooting. They're going to be a pace team. They're going to be matadors on zone defense. <laughs> and they're going to have, obviously, I think they're going to have a ton of just overall freshman spacing mistakes. You know, I just see that happening a lot. You know, even in some of that exhibition that people raved over in Canada, you know, they couldn't, they really struggled with their spacing. And I think that's something that you really haven't seen out of Duke over the years. And I think it's something you're going to see this year. You're going to see more congestion than you're used to. And I think these guys need space in order to succeed. So, I'm interested to see how that shakes out. I mean, obviously they have all-world talent, so I, I don't know. I'll be, also, I'll be watching them very closely. I'm interested to see how the Barrett Reddish situation plays out. As far as Robin Hood and Little John, mm-hmm. Zion's Friar Tuck for me. I mean, you know, he's just in a different category. I'm interested to see how they play that out because I think Cam Reddish is a, is a very good basketball player, and I think that he needs to be involved in this year right. dramatically. He almost feels like the the Gary Trent of last year to me. I mean, I, I thought Kerry Trent was not was as their far, best player. Not as far as their times. position, but as far as you know, the headlines. I yeah, mean, he didn't make any headlines, yeah, but, but he was, he was, he was their he was stretch the most, guy. He was one of the most important players. He was on the team. most important player for their team. Mm-hmm. Yes, and when when he was hot, that team could do no wrong. Yeah, I agree. Cam Reddish will be will be critical. You um, know how I feel about um, Marquise Bolden. I mean, I think he just learned to run last year. Two years ago, he learned to walk. So I'm all, not banking on that. All he has to do is rebound and protect the rim. Be the one big guy in there, and he'll be great. And guard people. And maybe Don't forget finish. about guarding. Yeah, I How about guarding? About that. Yeah. It's a big part of the game. I mean, do you think that they're ever going to play the lineup where they just, Delarie and Bolden, they just like sit them and they have O'Connell, Jones, Reddish, Barrett, Zion? Well, that's I, I that to me that's the killer lineup. That's the lineup I wouldn't want to see as someone who's picking Virginia to beat Duke. Well, I mean Virginia can match up with that easily. How? Uh, you go Jerome, Guy, Key, Hunter Diakite. Easy. You've got it solved immediately. You think Diakite? I love that. That's your ringtone, by the way. Yeah. Did you hear that? Uh, that was <laughs> that was my ringtone. Yes. Beautiful. I mean, you think they can guard him around the perimeter off the bounce, like Who? slashing? Just Virginia in general. That lineup. Which player? All, All of them. them? Yeah, why not? I think I think you get a little ball movement. I mean, Duke, I, I think their big weakness, like Mike said, is that they're going to not have shooters, which is a very mm-hmm. un-Duke thing to have. But I think they're going to have – they're not going to have the problem last year where they had where, like, Grayson Allen was kind of, like, out of place, didn't know what he was doing – See, last year's team was superior because don't worry, we, no. we're going to miss a shot. We're going to get the rebound. This year's team is better. No, you're so wrong. Yes, absolutely. Okay, can we last a, year's team was just pull? not. Can this year's pull? team is built to a singular purpose, which is like we are going to move the ball, space it, and we're going to find a way to drive the basket as hard as we can. Last year's team was and we're going to shoot threes, and if we miss them, we're going to get the rebound and put it back in. I like that strategy better. This, this team no, might this be, a better, team is better. They might be a better rebounding team than they were They're, last year. They I know are Wendell be. Carter they are was be. arguably the most elite rebounder in They're all of be college better. basketball. Don't forget Backley. Backley was a great De- rebounder. Delorier is, is everything that Wendell Carter was rebounding the basketball and more. I think this that is, he's mm. going to be very The impactful. last couple of years, right, Coach K has had to go big man heavy. He's had to coach that big man dominant team. And now we're we're switching to like a basically 
four wings. Who can't shoot. And one dude. You can't shoot, but they're just going to space it and yeah, attack it's, them. It's, it's the shooting that I'm, will undo them yeah, long term. They're going to be amazing because they have the. F- you know, they have three of the best wings in the country, but they're not going to well, be the best team in the ACC in my pick. Uh, but I think they're going to be great. It's I, just, I just think last team's team was very good. And I think that Kansas got ultra lucky. And yeah. I think that Duke was a Final Four team. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. And I think Kansas got really hot on the right night. Mm-hmm. I picked Duke to win that game. I thought they would win it all the way up until the end. So I, I don't know. I just, I think last year's team was much better. So I, that's why I'm shorting them a little bit. Here, here's the question that I'm going to throw out for all our ACC homers. How many Final Four teams do you think the ACC has this year? One. One. Yeah. Are one. you saying that as a number of statistics, or are you saying only one deserves to get in there? I think there will only be one, Max. Okay. okay. In the I don't end, think there, will be there can be only one. <laughs> ACC team. Okay, so say you evenly distribute North Carolina, Duke, Virginia, and Syracuse. I think, I think Clemson throughout four quadrants. Well, yeah, I mean, forget Virginia Tech and Clemson. They're not going to make the Final Four. I think it, we could, if you if I you think put the, the ACC could easily have two Final Four. If you teams. put the Big Three in three different quadrants, I still think one comes through. I think hmm. two. Well, this seems like a good time then to go to our final top five for the league. I mean, what do you think, Luke? Are you ready to start us off with your actual top five for the ACC this year? This no, is, this no, you is, guys go ahead. I'm going to go last. I'll go first. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't I'll wait. I'll go first. Okay. Mike's yeah. going last. Number one, Virginia for me. Number two, Duke. <sighs> number three, UNC. Number four, Syracuse. Uh, number five, Florida State. Okay, I'll go next. Virginia one, Carolina two, Duke three. As much as I hate to say this, Syracuse four. That's going to bite me. And then I'll go... Clemson five. Mm. I don't feel good about that at all. Mm. Got three. Uh, so I, I I stand by Virginia winning the league. I'll have Carolina finishing second. You're off to a good start. Syracuse third. All right, I like it. Virginia Tech fourth. Mm-hmm. Duke fifth. Whoa! Right. Yeah. Shots fired. Do we have sound effects on this podcast? Because we should. <laughs> Whatever That's we can get. Right? sound effect. We need to invest in some more sound effects. All right, here we go. Oh, I've got. Yeah. I've got my top five. I've right got here. one ready for Mike. All right, so I, I, I think Miami's going to finish fifth, just as they finished I love last that you're year. Going bottom to top. This is I'm going me fourth. Excited. Virginia Tech. I was swayed by Guthrie. I think that was a great pick. Third. I think we have Duke. You know, I think that uh, they don't quite hold water all the way through. Second, I got UVA. Excellent team this year. And first, your ACC champion for 2018-2019, the Syracuse Orangemen. Without a doubt. Syracuse Orangemen bringing it home. I will say this year, my national champion, though, is also coming out of the ACC, and it is not the Syracuse Orangemen. I think this year the greatest redemption story in all of sports, the Virginia Cavaliers oh, win go. the national oh, championship. Mike, I, you know, As if if you are if you are correct, I will kiss you. Eighteen to kiss one, you long and deep. Go find your local sports book and See, put I it in. I actually think the opposite of you. I actually think that Virginia has a much better chance just to win the league, win the tournament, and then get bounced <laughs> in the elite eight. Well, let's quickly pick our are you all ACC breath? teams. I'm always out of breath now. I'm out of shape. Because the people have spoken. The people have spoken, and they trust Mike Jaffe's 
preseason all accolades and predictions more than the ACC media poll. So we're going to start with him. Give me your first team all ACC team. Preseason. All right. right. I'm glad you asked. I'm glad the people are interested. All right. My first team all ACC uh, this year, R.J. Barrett, Marquise Reed, Terrence Mann, Dewan Hernandez, and Kyle (laughs) Guy. Kyle Guy, that's my uh, that's my first team All ACC Defensive Player of the Year, Chukwu. I think he's by far the best center that's ever played the uh, Syracuse zone. And my coach of the year this year is Larinaka. So there it is. Mm. Those are my ACC. I guess I need an ACC Player of the Year. Um, I'll go with uh, R.J. Barrett. Okay. Go ahead, Taylor. I'm not prepared. Uh, I think my. Okay, first team ACC. RJ Barrett, Kai Bowman. Living up, living up to the hey, I was looking for a reaction from that. No. Uh, Tyus Battle, um, Ty Jerome, and. Gosh, I don't know. It's okay. Little. It's okay. I'm going to throw Little in there. Chukwu, Defensive Player of the Year, Coach Beheim. Wow. All right. Uh,. All right, sure. First team, uh, Ty Jerome, Tyus Battle, Justin Robinson. Oh, I should have thrown him. Uh, Cam Reddish, and oh God, I don't, I don't even know. Um, That's okay. I liked it. I liked it. I, I liked it. Like, it, was, it started well. I, let's let's go with um, VJ King. VJ King will make <laughs> no, first team. No, that's a huge mistake. VJ King, first team All ACC uh, Defensive Player of the Year. I'll go with Diakite, Coach of the Year. Someone, someone said Bayham already. You know I'll, I'll say Bayham. I'll say Bayham. You want Bennett? I want Bennett, but I'll say I look Beheim. forward to watching VJ King. Play My heart the- says Bennett. My mind says Bayham. I can't wait to watch VJ King play in the Greek League. Next year. It's going to be great. All right, Luke, who you got? I've got Ty Jerome, RJ Barrett. I had Terrence Mann, and then I remembered by the UNC rule of thumb, I have to have a UNC player on the team. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Luke May, unfortunately, because I think he will get there. I don't think he deserves it. So that's kind of where I stand there. And then I have Tyus Battle, and I have DeAndre Hunter. Oh, good. Yeah, I my, like def- that. my defensive player of the year is Chuck Wu as well. Nice. So I'm going to I'm gonna follow Mike Are there. you the only person who picked a Hunter to be yes. I was. That's probably an oversight in all our parts because, mm. yeah. He's the most talented. And then uh, ACC my coach of the year is Buzz Williams. Wow. I like it. Cool. I like it. Buzz. And then he rides off then into he's the sunset. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. He heads God. down south to Texas. Yeah. Like uh, all those songs. Seems so, like yeah. a West Coaster to me. Seems like he'll go to UCLA. <laughs> Mm. All right, we get. Do we? Oh, let's predict. <laughs> let's pick some games, baby. Yeah, let's it's time to gamble. Games. I mean, you're, you're only going to do the Duke into, Kentucky game, right? No, we're going to pick a few games. Just, you know, we don't know anything about these teams yet. We're solely focused on the ACC, but we're going to talk about everything for these, uh, you know, in Indianapolis, in Tallahassee, everything. I'll throw them at you. First, Duke versus Kentucky. Duke projected versus. to be your favorites. By one point. Duke minus one. Who you got? I'm taking Duke. Because okay. one of these years, I'm going to wager on them in this Champions Classic, and it's going to happen. So by odds, I think I'm 0 for 3 for Duke picks. So I think this is the charm. Mm. Guff? Well, shouldn't shouldn't history have some say in the matter, Luke? Like, shouldn't the yeah, fact that... I think they're due. Is, I just isn't think the definition due. of insanity that you keep... Like failing, yeah, to like, do something like and... the media keep picking Duke number one in the league. 
No, but I, I uh, this is more of a short on Kentucky. That's you know how yeah. I roll, Taylor. You know how I roll. I, I think know, that's I short fair. teams. Yeah. I, I don't. You, I don't endorse. You teams. don't I like middle teams. America. After yeah, after saying teams. that, fly over country. After losing money on on Kentucky football this weekend, I'm gonna yeah, go, I'm gonna go on, I'm gonna go on the Blue Devils. Let me, me let do. me tell you a little secret here. Give me Bang Duke. Kentucky in this game. Okay, hammer Kentucky, getting the points. It's gonna go higher getting than the points. Getting it all. all no, it's gonna go higher than one point. It's gonna go higher. I just are I, you you th- you really think so? I think I, I think it's gonna, gonna it's I think gonna in- Duke is gonna be getting points I by think, by a tip. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. You underestimate the degenerates that are. In I just big say Blue Nation. I, yeah, Big I, Blue Nation. I'm man. all in on Kentucky. I think this is like I said this to Guthrie the other day. I think this is the inverse of your typical Duke Kentucky game. Kentucky has shooters, and Duke has like the athletic dudes as opposed to you know what it's been in the past. The opposite. I think. You know, sophomore, all the talk, hype, quote unquote, sophomores are veterans, whatever. I just, I, I like Kentucky this year. I think they're a little bit underrated. Mm. I think I, I like them in this game. I, mm. I'm taking Kentucky. Well, Duke has a better coach, so that's why I'm going there. I think Cal is underrated as a actual basketball coach. And not, not in People game. say he's not a recruiter. He's good. Their front court is unreal. People don't know that. The front court is like deep and it's going to throw people at you who are all like mm. the kind of like tall guys. It's going to be hard for Duke to deal with. Duke, if they had shooters, could exploit this Kentucky defense, but they're not going to be able to. I'm still mad at them I'm for with pushing Kentucky. with Davidson in the tournament game. That, that I'm still mad at them. I'm <laughs> holding a grudge. It's Mike, Kentucky. Let's let's hear let's hear Vegas Mike. Yeah, I mean, well, first of all, my my rule of thumb when looking at these college basketball games to start the year is I like to wait at least two weeks till I get heavily involved. And by heavily involved, I mean sweating the West Coast game. <laughs> <laughs> so just generally speaking, I don't like to get over involved because I mean in this matchup in particular, you essentially have two of the offseason hype machines in Duke and Kentucky. Both did an international tour similar to a pinup girl in Vietnam, you know, where they were just going around showing off all their goods. I like Kentucky as <laughs> that's, well. That's my kind of tour. <laughs> I, I, I like I like Kentucky as well. I think they have more right now. I think it'll be a very entertaining game. But you know, I, I think you have to take Kentucky, especially if they're getting any kind of points. Or you just take a money line and just get your plus yeah, one. Take, plus take whoever has the points. Question. Move on. Question. This, so this game is being played in Indy. Yes. Bankers Life Fieldhouse. Right. How far is that from Lexington? It's going to be a ton of Kentucky fans. Yeah, that's yeah. that's yeah. that's the thing close. I didn't I didn't fully like it didn't it didn't really kind of percolate. I mean, it's it's relatively far, but it's going to be a lot of. Kentucky. I think it's about yeah. two hours, two hours and fifteen minutes. Oh, yeah, it's not far. I, I really nothing. don't think Duke is a team that really gets messed up on the road, though. Oh. I just, just we'll see. I mean, I've been to a few I of those uh, beginning of the year be tournaments fine. with Duke. They're all just kind of a crapshoot, anyways, and they never it never ends up. Yeah, same what with you this think Kansas it's gonna team. Be. If if we decide to pick Kansas, Michigan State. I don't even want to. I don't want to be involved in this. You guys do it. <laughs> well, I figured we we're picking the ACC. All right, let's, ACC teams. let's. We'll pick Kansas, Michigan State, just quickly. Just, just for, it's a big game for this one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kansas are your seven-point favorites. So Kansas minus seven, Michigan State plus seven. Who you got? I, I don't want to. I don't want to do this. State. Michigan yeah. State. Plus Kansas seven. is looks really good, but give me the points in Michigan State. I'll take. Oh them. man, that is a lot of points. Rock. Chalk, Jayhawk. <laughs> I'll go with Guthrie. Okay, ACC games, we go. Florida at Florida State. This is a huge game. This is a big I am so game. excited for this game. If Florida game. State is the team that everybody thinks they're going to be, they have to win this game. Yeah. It's in Tallahassee. <laughs> 
Florida State, five-point favorites. Florida State, minus five. This is the perfect game for Florida State to lose. They lose yeah. it every year. Oh, God. Jump, so, jump, go Florida, you're so baby. Right. You're so right. Florida's going to be phenomenal this year. They'll challenge Kentucky this, in the SEC. I'm in on Florida. Uh, over Florida State, I'll take it. I'll take the Gators. Oh, right, my give goodness. me Florida State. I believe Leonard Hamilton, he's going to cover. We're going to take it all the way to the – Sixth-place finish in Buddy the Colvin. ACC. By rule of thumb, I always pick the road team in this matchup right. in the non-conference. The road well, team always seems to win well, guys, or let cover. Me, let me tell you, it's been an honor previewing well, this with is you guys Florida today. State. It, is, it has just been an honor. Four years in a row of nothing but previews and correct predictions. Every year we've gotten it right, and yeah, it's just, my a, first it's just team, a pleasure. Two years ago, my first team was Austin Nichols, Harry Giles. <laughs> Who else was on my first team a couple years ago? Who else? I don't know. Yeah, someone, someone else that didn't play. I, I will say, please uh, send us your emails, your tweets, uh, accbubbledegens at gmail.com. Tweet at us at accbubbledegens. This year, we're going to have a website, accbubbledegens.com. And if you'd like to sponsor the podcast, yeah. feel free to send and, us and that information. We are send working on, we're going to post our picks in a public forum on our uh, mm. on our website so that everyone can track not just us. We can all see how bad we are at gambling. Yeah. It's just going to be a Google sheet, but, you know. <laughs> Only some of It'll us be are nice. bad at gambling. I'm bad. Mike's good. Guthrie's good. You're last, decent. Last time we I'm, tracked, who yeah. had the most correct picks? I was I was the worst. I was the seller. But this is a new year. It was me, just so we're clear in that. No, no actually, actually, that actually. It actually. wasn't. It, are you sure it wasn't me? I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs>